When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ibantis, Ty Guy, Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening. Destiny campfire. Little special guest action before we get into that. Uh, e, how we doing, man? What's going on with you? What's, how's the cheetah doing? Uh, Cheetah's good. Uh, taking care of a very sick wife, so she is not Ooh. doing so great. She got the flu, kind of getting her yeah. butt whooped right now. It's the... It's no joke. It's the legit one that's like, just things hurt, fever. Ooh. I think her fever broke last night, because it's like, you know, okay. you got the, the night sweats going on, and I'm sleeping Ooh. in the other side of the house to try and not get it. Definitely. But Chest congestion, cough? Everything. Yeah, the cough is the yeah, worst. Yeah, the I hate coughs. I hate coughs, because they hang on for like yeah. a month, but yeah, she's... Yep. Yeah, she sounds like Take, it's taking it's all... care of a of a very sick wife. I think you're one personal tragedy away from having a show on HBO. Oh my god, <laughs> very close, very close. But other than that, um, you know, we can talk about what we played a little bit later because I don't want to go too long on the intro here or anything. But uh, played a little early access yesterday. Got something else I'm going to check out tomorrow. So enjoying a couple of things, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about Destiny as well. That's you know still in there for a bit. Travis, what about you? Uh, I am working on some stuff I can't talk about. Oh, exclusive. Yeah, good times. NDA boy, NDA boys in the building. NDA boys in the house. Uh, I did play all of my Destiny homework, so it's it's going to be interesting. Five chores months without done. that. You did your chores, and, you know. Uh, chores and done. Did my star chores. And then, um, yeah. And then I think. I I've been playing some Disney Dreamlight Valley as well because we might do a uh, a re-review for that because my original review was during early access and um, a lot of stuff has changed. So I've been tinkering with that a little bit. And is that about all this Prince of Persia stuff we're seeing out there? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I'm... I can say I've got access to jump into that tomorrow, so I'll be doing that. Mm -hmm. so stay nice. tuned. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, for me, it's just been, uh, again, caught, caught up on Destiny homework and uh, actually played Call of Duty. I've been in a Call of Duty uh, Yeah, I, saw, I think I saw that or heard that on Duke or yeah, something. I was yeah, like, yes. well, who are you? What? Yes, I've played the latest one. I haven't played Call of Duty almost 10 years. I have thoughts. It was kind of funny. It's it's popcorn. It's 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 it's, it's over the top. It's your summer it blockbuster, a, you know, yeah, high fidelity, big explosions. Yeah. Remember like, that show 24? Dude. Like it's it, it's that it's just popcorn over the top foolishness and I was like all right I'm here for it so I did that. Have you heard of I'll... this franchise called Fast and Furious? I was yeah. gonna say yeah, Travis definitely yeah. understands the over the top, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> silly franchise. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, 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 there's a ma there's a master out there I could introduce you to. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, uh, it's still rocking a little bit of uh, Baldur's Gate. And I think I've upset 
an entire goblin village. I think they're very angry with me. So no, yeah, that, I, I've got to get to that co-op. at some point. I've got to get that very to some interesting. Point. Yeah, co-op is interesting to see your friends' decisions. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's suggesting what they should do or what you should pick. It's kind of funny. But enough about me. We've got a very patient guest. Yeah, Indeed. So let's uh, introduce her as we always do. Welcome to the Last Word, episode number two seventy nine. This week, we actually saw the end of Season of the Wish. 2024 game releases have begun to come out, and Game to Give begins next week, which we're all excited for. Who better discuss all the good world can do but someone who does amazing work herself? Our guest today started gaming all the way back with the orange and gray duck hunt gun in the Buckeye State. Progressed to Pokemon Obsession, but has the Xbox 360 to thank for her FPS introduction. When you have mm. Halo 2 and The Witcher 3 as a couple of your favorite games of all time, I think it's safe to say our guest has a solid taste in gaming. So FPS games, check. Epic story and combat games, check. And then 2020, she found Destiny 2. What started as a way to spend more time with her long-distance boyfriend, yes, I'm sorry to say she is taken, gentlemen. She is off the market. <laughs> turned into every campaign at the time in 24 hours and all the raids in back-to-back nights. She went hardcore and dove deep. So let's welcome my dog, apparently, who's going to scream at the front door. <laughs> That's midnight. Anyway, let's see if I can get through this and then I'll let you talk. So let's welcome a St. Jude's researcher by day and streamer by night, someone who can't catch her breath after her teammates die to spike traps, enjoys traveling to as many unique spots of the world as she can, has studied the art of crisscross applesauce, enjoys an evening of drink study every now and then, and is just a bright light in this community for all the charity work she does around this community. The one, the only, all-time Brianna. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Go check on my dog now. <laughs> what an intro. Even from the dog, too. I know. He killed that. He killed <laughs> that. No, I was thinking uh, that intro would have went really hard with the dog noises if he was rapping her intro. I feel like that would have really, been like the constant. I would have it. Yeah, the wolves in the background, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, have you heard of this girl?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord, that, that was, was good. Speaking dude. of uh, dog noises in trends, uh, I-, I was checking one of your streams. You, you, you have a model for twenty twenty four. You want to talk about a uh, sucking cake and um, and oh. Yeah, yeah. I was listening. <laughs> god. No. Okay. Yeah, listen. Model for twenty twenty four. That was like. The context is here, and that clip is all the way over here. <laughs> oh God! I oh God! I just man, that's what oh. we're opening with, huh? Oh, we started. We what did I right miss? I what did I seriously? Laughed. What did I miss? You have to watch one of Twitch streams, yeah. and, and it says this is the model for 2024. And they said we zoink it and we suck a cake, and I'm like, what's going on Whoa. up here for it? No, yeah. Listen, no, we were talking about actual cake. Yeah. Not the dirty stuff, I swear. I just made a wife for, you know, celebrating my... Made a cake for my wife. That was a weird uh. sentence. <laughs> anyway, so I appreciate the cake. But yeah, that's a weird way to phrase it. I haven't heard that one before. Just really enjoy cake. I wish I could tell you how we got there. Usually something is said and I'm like, okay, there was a path here and even it doesn't make sense. So, so there's no A to Z, it's just... No, there's wiggles just, in the middle and you get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And usually some incoherent screaming on my part. So <laughs> serious yeah, clever yeah. girl says they would never talk about dirty stuff in your stream. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. None whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah you got a whole lot of people throwing you under the bus right now. 
No, see, they're all saying we would never. That's we're all sarcasm. See, we're we we understand the internet. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. No. But I, I had to get you. That was fun. But I would start uh, gaming history a little bit. Uh, obviously, you got some brothers uh, and, and, and some classic Duck Hunt, and then some 360 in there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to I want to get with you as far as like um kind of the vivid memories back then, just kind of starting with gaming. Any other uh, little classics or any gems that resonated with you? Yeah, um, of course, like as the younger sister of two brothers that always played video games, I just wanted to be involved. I did not care with what, you know, looking back on it, I probably didn't actually care about Duck Duck Hunt, but I just like, if they were going to let me play, then I was going to play, right? So I did love Dig Dug. I still love Dig Dug. Um, (laughs) Classic. But they were always PlayStation and I wasn't allowed to play play, play on their PlayStation. No, I was only allowed to play on like the N sixty four and Atari with them. But uh, we side console that you could. No, yeah, yeah. I think that's PlayStation's motto back in those days. Damn, no girls allowed, right? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Wow. Um, but I eventually bought it. It was. It was. I mean, and then I got into the Xbox three sixty days and early COD and stuff like that. That that was definitely a different time. Um, sure was. Online, I got to back you up. Online lobbies or just like campaign? Oh, you was you back oh, I was in, in there? Oh, that was in there. Wow, girl! I'm like, yeah. you can't hurt me nowadays, man. Oh, for, <laughs> oh you see, you heard some things. You see some things. You were submitted to the. She, she okay. was sub, sub, submitted to the dog noises. She oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we call. Yeah, that's what we call but, the dog noises back man, then. Man, that's gonna be that's gonna stick. Now I'm gonna be thinking about something. I'm gonna get some hate message and be like, "Man, those dog noises." <laughs> dog noises, dude. Just bark. Hey, hey chat, all of you noises. that are in here on Twitch right now, you got to remember this and carry it over to our future yes, streams, right. so that way nobody yes. understands what you're talking about. It'll be your little inside joke. Yeah. Wow, God, <laughs> lobbies. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. But those uh, are the days. Davies, no, I, no, Davies loved, on it. Perfect. Yeah, I loved yeah. like campaign days, of course. Like yeah. some days when I didn't want to deal with it, but absolutely we got home from school and like instantly onto nice. COD Lobby's multiplayer. So um mm-hmm. I liked that. I was a wuss even back then, so I didn't play a whole ton of zombies, especially okay. since my friends were kind of jerks and like left me behind. What was the one map early on that was uh <laughs> There was the bus that left you behind, like in a. Oh, I know you're about. I forget the name. I know you're talking about. Yep. The first time I ever played, they just left me by myself, and so that wasn't like my favorite yeah. mode ever. But I played it whenever I needed to. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Did did Trendy. Halo? Did all of those things? I loved mm. the Fable games. Ooh, um, can't go wrong. Fable three is up there. It's not probably like in my top five, but it's there's some fond memories there. Um, mm. And people from my chat have heard this story, but I'm going to tell you guys because it's just more fuel for you to make fun of me. Of there course, we go. yeah, um, we'll take it. So I had play, I had multiple playthroughs of Fable Three, right? Mm-hmm. And I was determined to do a perfectly good playthrough. Like I was gonna, I was going to be a good roller, mm-hmm. no bad decisions. So I'm doing great, right? I don't know if you guys remember. You used to be able to like kick the chickens, like you used yes. to pick them up and punt them. Mm-hmm. So. That doesn't make you a bad like that doesn't affect your your you know karma or whatever you wanted to call it. Um, however, missing, which was the B button, missing the punt button and accidentally casting a fire spell in a crowded town with people all around um, and being responsible for a 
town barbecue um that ah, ah. did that did affect my my karma so so did you ever actually go back and complete a good run or did that nope. just cement you were done honest to god that might have been the last time i've ever played Fable <laughs> <laughs> you're like i burned out the entire town i'm setting the game down now like well time to go back to call of duty lobbies <laughs> you, can do, but, you can do less damage in there but that is still and like i was by my like i was just sitting alone playing by myself like but that is still one of my favorite nice. favorite gaming memories. That's pretty great, actually. Be like, I'm going to be so good. And yep. then it all went wrong in one button. I know. Oh, that was, was classic. It, it originated in me just missing the chicken with the aim. So my aim so are me. you excited for kind of there was a little bit of a, like in-game cinematic preview for the new one that's coming. Did that catch your catch your eye? Yes, I would definitely dive into it um, nice. happily. So. Nice. Yeah, Fable. A lot, lot of memories. People really love that. And again, the morality system. And then once you get horns, if you keep doing bad things or whatever, whatever, <laughs> kicking the chickens. Yeah, that, that, it, it was something for its time, for sure, for sure. So you, you, get, you get in there and you stay in uh, Hold on. Three Geeks has a very good joke. He's like, it was a foul mistake. Spelled foul with a W, didn't they? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you may not see, you can't, may not see my YouTube chat, but they nailed it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anyway, sorry, Cog. <laughs> Nah, you're good, you're good. So yeah, then the FPS, and then uh, this little game to me and Trav, like, uh, called Halo. Talk about that. Yeah, Somehow I am... Um... insinuating that I don't in that sentence, which, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, you, you, you don't mess with these kind of things. You don't um, I mean, I don't know if you could see the Halo sword, or the energy sword back there. No. <laughs> but yeah, I, um... Yes, I Halo was that. largely, like, a my own game uh i didn't my friends at the time were like strictly cod guys mm -hmm. so it didn't really fully develop until i think i got a little older um okay. so halo 2 you know looking back on it from kind of the lens of all of the halos is mm -hmm. one of my favorite games of all time but probably my most playtime was halo reach because that was kind of when i was able to get all of my friends to kind of play a little bit more you know nice. um very similarly, like my Call of Duty days, the most that uh, the most playtime I had was in uh, Modern Warfare Three, but that was just timing and how my friends lined up and everything. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love Halo Two. I liked Halo Reach a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I played, I, I've, I've played all of them. Um, I played Infinite when it first came out. Uh, and I have, I've taken a break, but I've, I've been getting a little hype. I know that they released a what a season yeah. trailer today mm -hmm. or the other day um so that might be especially in this destiny lull that might be something we revisit in the next couple months nice nice Chad yeah video. what was the recent season five that i think has been doing well is that the right one oh, i think she's talking about the show right oh oh yeah the season show, two trailer that's trailer yeah, I, yeah yeah sorry i should have specified so the nope. show the idea or the the talk about the show news made me think about playing Halo Play again. Gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. No, I saw that trailer today too, and it actually looks hopefully better than the first season. Maybe you missed the trailer. I, I just, check it out. Yeah. I just can't. I I don't know how I feel about it. I can't get past <laughs> it, man. Well, you. I mean, you you had a you had some amazing names for it, Cog. I can't remember Master Master Cheeks or something like oh, Master Cheeks. Cheeks with your yeah, Master yeah, Cheeks. Yeah. yeah. Face oh. out and other things out. All caked out. <laughs> he's yeah, cake. He might so be sucking cake or something, but yeah, dude, that was that was that was, that was, that was, that was, that was 
That was the subtitle of the first season. <laughs> Man, he should have kept the. Never mind. Never mind. The helmet. mask on. He kept the helmet on, but nothing else. But you know, helmet stays on. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, he did he not. Put, yeah, on. like should have pulled a shacks there, but he did not. <laughs> yeah, everybody's looking at that trailer like, "Hey, the second season might be good," and I'm like, "Bro, some things are beyond saving," because the entire season is about you know the fall of Reach, which is cool, but in this version of the Halo universe, he caused the fall of reach by banging an alien and making Cortana watch. So I don't know if there's anything that could happen at reach that would justify that level of storytelling in air quotes. It's horrifying. I don't, I don't know if you come back from that. The only way I like this show is if it's so bad that I can enjoy it because I think I fell off that show after like the fourth season. And then when I heard how the later episodes happened, I was like, Oh my God, I have to, I have to watch it now. I have to, that sounds sounds so bad. I just need to watch it. And then it was so bad. I I kind of came back around on it. I was like, all right, that was worth my time because it was just so terrible. But now (laughs) if it, if it's good, no, that's that's unacceptable. An unacceptable <laughs> outcome for me. It needs to be terrible. Keep it in the box. Irre- irredeemable. I need it to be irredeemable. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. <laughs> do, do, e. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. So as we kind of progress through gaming, obviously can shooters. Can I ask her a question? Yeah, go nuts. Sorry, Jeff. What's your favorite Halo map? Hmm, good question. What's the? I'm so bad with map names. I hate when people ask me. Describe this. it um, to me, and I will remember it. I like the one that. Okay, I actually like the one that's on the big team battle with all the ramps. Um, uh, Valhalla. Yes, Ragnar. that one. Yeah, that one. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I like that, that one. Sick. And the and the man like cannons the, you can yeah. drive your war dog through. Yeah, yeah, that's a Halo Three map. Yes. Okay, what was the other one? That was the one. Okay. <laughs> that is my I'm one. sorry the correct answer was lockout but it's okay oh man okay well credit. I had yeah. fun <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and next week on the last word pod we'll try again no I'm just kidding <laughs> say what you want about Halo no really I'll wait but um, I will say I think they still to this date have the best maps in any multiplayer game like just their their roster is insanely good and across the years too and across different yeah. titles that's yeah. yeah, they keep at least making new PvP maps, so yeah, that's at least that's, a good start. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <Wouldn't> that be <laughs> awesome what, what, compa- what company would do that? What company would make a lot of multiplayer maps? Not any company called Bungie, I'm sure. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> like we have been graced by a cat presence, but it is not on. I cropped her out, so she's not on. He or she, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, he, that is King Kai. King Kai. Oh, oh. The king? The yeah. King? Named after after Dragon Ball King Kai. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Trying to pick a part in your display Kai, now. The really <laughs> annoying blue one that lives on the tiny planet. Yeah. That makes Goku train in ten times gravity. Two times. 
just making sure we were thinking of the same character <laughs> since you guys said it with such joy. And I know, I remember only pain in those episodes, but that's okay. <laughs> those, those, ep- those skippable episodes as they are known. Hey, filler is good for the soul. Okay. When the filler, filler, filler is one episode of all screaming and charging. <laughs> No, those are the good episodes. Oh, okay, filler. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the good ones, dude. There's oh, the filler, on next week filler. episode. Oh, May. <laughs> no, I, I didn't never watch that much of it, but my brother had me oh, watch some of it, so I was like, I got, I got a sum here and there between a little bit of it. No doubt, no doubt. So they transition from that, and then this, this little game of ours that we play called Destiny. How did that start? Um, yeah, so I started in July of 2020, which is obviously super, super late to the franchise. I was super, I had heard about it probably a a few years prior. I was still, I was late to even hearing about it. And then I think I, you know, saw an announcement on something and I was just like, that is way too much. Never, never, never can I get into all of that, you know, just because I felt so behind. Um, and then my boyfriend at the time, who I say boyfriend at the time because he's now fiance, but um, there you go. Absolutely. we we he lives in Northwest Canada and I was in Ohio and it was just something that we needed to or we were looking for for things to play games together with. Um, I learned mouse and keyboard on Escape from Tarkov. Oh, wow. uh, if you know anything about Escape Talk from about Tarkov, jumping into the deep end. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tactical. It's stressful. Um, I'm mm-hmm. kind of terrified of the game more than I enjoy it 90% of the time, I think. But um, so we're like, okay, we need a more chill game to play together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I like I play Destiny. I have several hours or, you know, several hundred hours at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can teach you like we can. That could be our nice. game together. Nice. Um, I said, okay, I'll give it a try. I'm a little overwhelmed, but whatever. We have been um, told she is cracked. So, you know, that's lies. Um, <laughs> But they, we went through all of the campaigns like within like three days. And I, you know, from then on out, I was kind of hooked. Um, I've always been a, like a story person, story and lore. Mm-hmm. So I definitely kind of dove into that more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, now you did them in sequence as far as like, mm-hmm. the, he so, took you back like what, D2, D1, like the whole no, thing? No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, all of the D2 campaigns. So did um, you get to so play Red War? You got Red War? Started, nice. I, I, okay. I came in right at the tail end of that new player experience. Like I got loaded into the Red War campaign right away. Nice. Um, okay. So I was very grateful for kind of when I joined for joining late. Yeah. Because it was. Exactly. Hey, that don't exist no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It should so still exist. It does. does not. You just have to play it in pieces over the course of three months. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, I like. I like live tweeted the whole thing. I got like when you get, you know, kicked off of the map by by Gaul or whoever. Like mm-hmm. I was like live tweeting. Why did he just punt that guy off? And then I was like, oh my god, that was me! Like <laughs> I was the little guy, you know. Um, I lost my light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was super overwhelming. So I, um, largely I I had no intention of ever streaming it. Um. And I didn't for the first probably four months off stream. I found a group that we did all seven raids that Ooh. were in um, within like a day and a half. It, wow. was, it was the definition of jumping in with both feet. You know, like I was like, I don't know wow. anything about raiding. I don't know. I, I don't think I had done so much as like more than just a Vanguard strike. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, oh, I'll trust them. Um, 
and awesome. I loved it. I, you know, I was super, super lucky to, again, do the raids, mm-hmm. like like Crown and and all of that. That mm-hmm. they left shortly after I was I got all booted up. So um, I got you, to experience that. I want to back you up because you you def, that is diving in like, again with both feet, <laughs> hardcore from strikes to raid from campaign to strikes to raids is 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 a, is a hierarchy there. So with the raid mechanics and, and the puzzles and stuff like that, like were there any particular raids that stood out more to you that you like I really enjoyed? Like this might be my favorite raid. Um yes. So still to this day, Last Wish, Dreaming City, anything is my favorite, Ooh. but Last Wish is my favorite raid. Um I <laughs> Okay, now I'm like 0 for two on on Travis's. You are, uh, no opinion. one wins with Travis in here, so you're fine. Don't don't <laughs> even worry That's about okay. it. Okay, I can I can stick to this one. To be completely honest, I was super interested just by the look of it at first. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think Dreaming City aesthetic oh, is the coolest. One of the best skyboxes in in Destiny history. But Continue. when it like finally, when Vault Encounter finally clicked. I was like, this is the coolest thing. Like, you know, and again, I was completely blind. So I didn't know, I didn't even have any like context to like what a big bad wolf fault was. Right. It was just kind of like, okay, we're I'll I'll join up and I'll do whatever. And as I'm learning, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much more in depth than anybody told me it was going to be, you know? And it was right there. I was kind of like, okay, if this can kind of like, play on that part of my brain that really likes the puzzles and the figuring out and the kind of chaos of, I love like cross comms in team yeah. play. I, I just I think it's you. the most chaotic, like beauty of all time. Are you two over here? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And and it's out like you just have to like, listen among all six voices of like which one you're talking to. I just think yes. it's a, it's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, I, I love last wish. I, I did enjoy Pretty much any of like the PVE stuff I got I got thrown into. I will say I was just an abysmal warlock. I mean, I so I'm a warlock main. I was just abysmal oh, at jumping. Woman just of culture. Woman of, no, no, absolutely. Just the you don't you don't have to say abysmal. It's implied. Oh, thank just you. Say thank warlock. You. <laughs> no, no, you're a woman of class. She knows, she, she knows things. She's been through things. Listen, like I'm this. cultured now, and I'm still on warlock. So I guess I'm doing something intentionally but uh <clears throat> no i i i'm still awful at jumping right so <laughs> yeah, whisper bad. whisper was so many people look back on it and they're like <clears throat> that's the best you know best exotic mission of all time and blah, blah, blah. Us. <laughs> i had the worst like that was one of the few times in a video game where i was like nobody talk to me let me do my thing <laughs> like, <laughs> can, I, can i interrupt you was yes, yes, i empathize you with you as a wall like as a bad jumper right the the worst thing in jumper punk muscles is that when everyone figures it out and you don't want anyone to talk to you because you know you last you know you're <laughs> You're behind. We're all waiting and, down at the bottom of all the glass looking up at you. <laughs> and for me particularly, it's the blind jumps and jumping up, like floofing up sometimes <laughs> to get it. And when they don't mantle, like D2, D2 save, you got to say for D1, there was no mantle. At least D2, there has a mantle for Warlock sometimes. But I just thought it was funny that uh, you go through that same stress that I would go through as a Warlock as, as a horrible you're jumper. you're floating with your gun to your side and your face just like hits the side of a cliff and you just slowly fall down. And you're like, man, like now everybody's watching me. I'm more mad than I was at the start of this jump. And it was just 
that was one of the very few times, like even throughout my COD days where I was like, nobody even look at me. Like, go do your thing. I'll meet you there. You know, yes. do your thing for the eight minutes that you need to do. And I'll, I'll see you on the other side. And it was just, it was just not. So looking back on it, absolutely. I could do it. I could probably do it better than, than I did, you know, however many years ago. But I don't have that like rose tinted glasses of whisper. I hope it never comes back because then I'll never be expected to do it. You know, I, you pay. I, at some I, point I, we got to get back a whisper zero hour. We got to see those again. Some point. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to like plead ignorance even when it does come back. And I know I'm going to act like I don't. And then we're just not going to ever do it on stream ever again, because thank God that was before my streaming days because chat would have seen another side of me that I prefer that they never see. <laughs> Fair enough. E, you was gonna jump in. I, I had to, I had to get some warlock love. That was funny. No, no, that's. I'm trying to think of like jumping puzzles. Uh, Crotazin on the ship puzzle. How'd that go? Ooh. See, now I'm good with with that. Okay, like, so that wasn't I so had, bad. I, by the time it came out for me, for my first time doing it, I had like three years of figuring out how to jump adequately. Okay. Um, Whisper was just. Yeah, that was early. early. That was career, early. You know? that was early. And Voidlock, uh, I'm surprised. Most most people, so I would say, there's we a lot of you know uh, well locks and not too many arc locks, but Voidlock is very specific. It so likes like, to blow what, stuff what, up. The, what? I'm not surprised. The whole, yeah, the whole devourer. <laughs> yeah. the, the the purple energy. The you know what? What was it that drew you to that subclass? Honestly, I think just. Nova Bomb, like in general, I just thought it was super cool, and I was like, okay, let's see what this. I'm does. still jealous then... of Nova Bomb as a Titan because it's we don't have cool. any one-off supers, <laughs> one-offs, yeah, yeah, that we get to throw, and even the one that we're gonna get in final shape, we have to throw three times to do our yeah, full damage. It's not just, but yeah, none of them are just like one and done. Everything is always sitting. Hold on, let me pull out another hammer just to try and stack up to your one giant floating Nova Bomb. Yeah, not fair. yeah, no, I. I and I, yeah, I was I did arc or arc warlock a lot. I yeah. I liked it, and that was like pre three point Again, I I enjoy it now. Um, I don't know. Voidlock just caught me, and now I think it's more of a nostalgia thing than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I if I'm going into high end content and I don't desperately need to be a well lock, I will be on a void warlock. My my Ouch. survivability is just considerably better, and I feel yeah. like I I play better and more confidently whenever I have nice. my, my little purple orb. And especially now with child of the old gods, the little boy, boy buddy going and, the, and, and doling the arms. out the fucks. Yeah. They do all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 Those <laughs> are so good. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. I respect and, and now obviously we play, we, we have to, we have to deal with those other classes. What is it? The Titan. <laughs> you know? So any, yeah, any two far, Titans let's, on the other let's, side let's, of the podcast, how's it going, sir? So, so any tight love, good luck finishing any encounters without us, by the way. Mm. <laughs> any tight um, love, any specific uh, subclasses or anything that drew you like, so all, all jokes aside, like my group of friends is pretty well balanced without even meaning to be like we have, you know, probably about equal amounts, hunters and titans and warlocks. Um, I am not love it. I do not love titans 
very much. Oh, say it with your chat. It's okay. It's okay. You're amongst <laughs> friends. You're amongst friends. It's okay. Come you into know. a come into an Iron Banner stream and you'll hear it maybe a little forcefully. <laughs> well, I understand that one. I don't like him in there either, but that's there's a reason. <laughs> Especially if it's like Iron Banner and now with the fortress mode, it's just bubbles and wells and walls and it's the whole thing. Yeah. See, and then that's when Nova Bomb is even better because somebody they pop a bubble and you just blow that thing right on up. Absolutely, and See, everybody I've, inside of it. <laughs> I've been a Solar Titan I'm, through and through for a very long time, so I don't I don't usually mess with all that stuff. Our bubble is no, useless I've, anyway. You just got to go well. It is unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I'm a bubble. Now that titan. being said, I do like I really really do enjoy playing the other my you know the other classes and subclasses. Um, I. I'm not on the strand train the way other people are. And I don't know if I just haven't given it. I have fun when I play it and I had fun whenever it first, like, you know, we first got it and stuff. Mm. It's just not like I'm going to boot up on a strand, whatever Mm. today. It's just not really something that like comes to mind right away. Okay. But again, that could largely be for lack of trying (laughs) or lack of time in. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty, I always boot up on a warlock unless I have something specific to do. But mm-hmm. I did promise my chat that I'm going to play my other two classes pre-final shape, um, and also clean out my vault. So we'll see which one. Which nice, one comes nice, fruition. nice. Yeah, strength takes a little while. I think um, as a as a lock, I think the super is very powerful. It's criminally underrated, and I would highly recommend do the suspend build, the you know shackle grenade. Mm-hmm spend them up or and then or you know use the, the uh consume the grenade and then every shot you have i believe it's weaver's trance get them up and, and the, the the aspect that i that is still underrated to me is the one where you you get the uh the actual thread link throw it and then it makes them suspend you mm-hmm. can really control rooms on high-end content so i've come around on it but it took a while yeah it took a while and now the, how do we feel about the new bow wish keeper eh. hmm. is that wrong I love bows. Don't get me wrong. I've okay, used a lot of bows. Be my follow up. No, no. Like, Wish Ender is one of my babies. I've used Trinity Ghoul, Laminarch, like, depending on the activity and champions. And I love any time I can use a bow. And probably most of my solo flawlesses at some point have used a bow. Wishkeeper has not sold me on its deed yet, especially because that means I'm not using Wish. I'm going to get him screwed up. Wishkeeper hasn't sold me on the need to get rid of Wish Ender. Ender. Mm-hmm. Got him right. <laughs> what? Yeah. Am, Anybody else have thoughts? Because those are mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty, I pretty similar. I'm sorry, Trav. Wish Ender's clearly the better weapon. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, got a unique and... trait that you can use to exploit a whole bunch of things in the game. I mean, that's... Isn't that, yeah. what, isn't that why we do this? So that we can avoid <laughs> playing the game as Bungie intended? Isn't that's that the... Teddy's mentality. Yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to Teddy. Because technically, what is it? Like a wall hack, and it has anti-barrier. Wall hack, right. anti-barrier, and it hits targets like two to three times, depending on what it does. And yeah. it just hits like a truck. So, yeah. yeah. Kind of hard to so be like, oh, let me shoot that. six times and try and charge up my one little suspend polygon over here. That, or I can just like actually delete things. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it, it hasn't sold itself to me yet. I mean, I'll get all the catalyst and be done with it, but then it's probably going to get tucked away in a vault when I'm done. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a question. Do, do you disagree, Brianna? No, Brianna? no, I... I like the idea of it. I think it needs something to yeah. it. Like whether like like somebody in chat was saying like higher impact or just something that gives you a little bit more payoff for having to shoot something, you know, yeah. six times or whatever. I think um, 
part of it for me was that when it was in development, it might have been pretty good, but somewhere when it was probably initially made, and now Suspend also got nerfed pretty hard, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed as a Titan for a while, and that's probably what kind of stopped me playing Titan. Not, with not Suspend. allowed to enjoy it. That was your mistake. I'm sorry. Enjoy things. I'm sorry. Destiny, we can't have nice things here. That's how it goes. But yeah, I was like, the suspend build was fun as a Titan. I used it for a while. And then I kind of dropped off strand as well when the suspend nerf happened. So that as this is based around suspend and it, they last for a couple seconds in the air and then you get a little bonus to suspend. I don't know. It's just one of those. Ah, Ibantis got suspend nerf because I liked it. I'm not as powerful as Salt Greppo. Don't give me that much credit. Come on. You're saying suspend got suspended. <laughs> yeah. I think suspend nearly got expelled, but that's a whole different problem. So. Mm. I, got a, a uh, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Oh, no. So yeah, Brianna, he keeps them interesting. That's, that's what he does. You and I have something in common, which is that we are the two panelists here who have raided with our loved ones, our significant other. And that this is, is uh, that is true. this is important. I I can't talk to Ebontis and Cog about this because they don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, Cog and I have raided together, and yes. our relationship is certainly closer than that with me and my fiance, both physically and emotionally. <laughs> but not the same thing. So my right. question for you is, um, what is the best or worst part of raiding with your significant other, and do you feel like it brought you together, or do you feel like sometimes it threatened to tear you apart? Ooh. This is my question. I I wish I could think of something like ultra clever, but to be completely honest, like like raiding with my fiance is one of my favorite things in the world to do. Um, I think, especially like in Winter's Wolf having, Cry, he's safe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is that would be fiance. Um, I think that it's definitely funny in terms of like. Like, I'll look back on clips or something and I'll hear the way he and I talk to each other versus the way everybody else talks to each other. And it's kind of like, oh, you can tell we're a couple. Like, you oh, can yeah. get just the audio and tell that we're a couple. Um, but, you know, all things considered, we have played a- tons of games together and especially games like like Tarkov and stuff where, like, our communication isn't always in full sentences. Uh, it's Ooh. just one of those, like, you yeah, know... Yeah, but if you're together, it doesn't to have to be. That's, right. yeah, I mean, you right. and your significant other, whether... Wife, boy, you're you're together long enough. Communication's yeah. different. That's fair. I get that. Yeah. So it no, it uh there are definitely and keep in mind we're long distance. So some of the times where I would like to say, um, go into a room and say, Hey, why did you wipe to that? I, I can't. So I have a little bit of time to blow off some steam there. <laughs> I do I do. I have been requested to ask you, you about a but uh there's there was a buddy you moment haven't. in Tarkov. What's the buddy oh my moment? God so the running joke is when <laughs> sorry, was, I have to do a shut ass. Have to. When VoIP when VoIP was first added in Tarkov, I didn't really talk because again, I grew up in COD lobbies and I know what happens when yeah. you're mm-hmm. you know a woman's voice in, in VoIP, especially <laughs> in a game. Um that's so no he, joke, dude. That's, no, so that's true. Yeah. We, yeah. I could, well, I could hearing take a woman's hours. voice. A woman's voice in lobby is like somebody brought up like politics or religion, like it just sets it's, off like a ball. It's, yeah, it's it is crazy. like it is like formulaic. Like there is a yeah. pause and then there is chaos. It is. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, you don't, whatever. Like we don't have enough time. It's, it's, um, the, it's the ultimate yeah, dog noises trigger. Yeah, <laughs> that is the definition of dog noises in a lot. Dog but, noises, uh, dude. For sure. <laughs> I hate but, uh, that this is sticking actually. Yeah, it's good. It's actually good. It. Yeah. 
but no so we're we're in we're in a raid and uh he's he talks for me basically like we're in a discord call and and if somebody comes up and is asking what we're doing or whatever uh he's the one who responds and he was he was i forget what he was saying but he basically said my buddy over here needs this and i like my buddy i was like chat did did he just call me his buddy (laughs) so it was just it it just unraveled to this set of memes of like like the the one um avengers clip where uh where iron man calls out or tony stark calls out uh cap for like saying shit language yeah language yeah and so it they you know they put like like oh did you just call her buddy like (laughs) (laughs) so it just went into this whole like i think his name in my discord is still like streamer's buddy like it it just became this thing where it's like man kind of amazing if i ever called my fiance buddy she'd be like did you just break up with me in chat (laughs) (laughs) i need to talk to you in private buddy (laughs) so yeah i just and I mean, all from good intentions because he didn't want to say my girlfriend right. because then that does the same thing as me. Ta- but, but it just. But now the wedding invitations are Buddy <laughs> is marrying Bri- Brianna. And it's like, all right. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've taken oh. this too far. But you have to lean into it on some of those. You just do. Yeah. I I accepted that well, I got demoted. So. When are you guys when are you guys going to not be long distance and who's moving to whom? Ooh. He is moving to me. Um, good. Correct choice. <laughs> Canada is a hellscape. Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. Oof. Um great. But no, he is moving to me and hopefully sometime in the near future it it is a logistical nightmare. So we are I can only it's imagine. It's been it's been pre-covid that we've been doing this. So I am wow. I am ready for it to be over. I think we I think do we all you, are pal, not just you know. Take your buddy. Do you pal <laughs> take your buddy in this lawfully casual oh, ceremony to be next to each other our, the worst part is as we're saying this our officiant is also in chat so please don't give him any ideas <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> no this is all ammunition all ammunition that's please fantastic. take notes please take notes well, I'm, I appreciate ex- I'm excited that. when when you guys are in person to see if uh rating with him or gaming with him changes at all because i will say there's some tense off mic moments when you're sitting on the same couch. You mute up and you're like, "Hey, what?" Yo, could you, could, could you please? Are you we, stand we're on to, the? We're trying, we're trying. We're trying to finish this raid tonight, right? Like that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Now we have survived multiple day one raid experiences together, Ooh. so I think that's impressive. That's impressive. That is. That's a real that's relationship. That's character, right? It's like, like that, that may be the second test of a relationship. COVID was the first test, and you guys yeah. have done. You no, granted, that's you, the last test. If you can, if you can do that, get married right now. That's my. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yep, they're saying he's a keeper. Apparently, you've day you've passed one day one survive. raid experiences. Yeah, day one is. Multiple day days. one, man. You ever you ever uh, start a day one raid and you can tell it's gonna get how it's gonna get because everybody starts a day one raid the same, yeah. ultra nice yeah. eggshell walking because everyone knows we are gonna hate each other in ten <laughs> hours and so it starts off with everybody being like, guys, let's set up like the most calm communication. Everybody just chill <laughs> out. You guys need a break. Everybody need a ba- back massage. Like, let's chill. Because you know that no. it, someone's going to do something, and after eight mm-hmm. hours, people's brains aren't going to be working right, and you're going to hate all of your best friends. So yeah. what if I told yeah. you that the second part is accurate for my group of friends, but the first part never happens so either? So it just starts <laughs> you guys bad. Don't, you guys don't start off level set? It starts out bad? 
I would love to say that we start on the rails <laughs> no matter when. We're- okay. That's crazy because I certainly earlier on in destiny before there was like a raid cannon, a raid meta, right? It was like, all right, everybody just starts out like already kind of frustrated, you know, but I feel like day one raids, everybody's been in those groups where things are just like you're at each other's throats and nobody wants to take each other's advice or listen to each other. And so now there's like this weird, like creepy calm before yeah, it's like a- Everybody like a, knows it's going to happen. So they're just like being extra. Yeah. See, I, already, I I got lucky for like the last three or four. Yeah, we know you played with celebs. Shut up. Oh, my God. God no, God. but the thing is, the, no. I played with the best Raiders. No, in it, the game. It wasn't we that. We all respected each other. We have finished one and it was Root of Nightmares. So it's not That's like we're like I the finished best more. Team. I finished more than you with LFG. Team, exactly. So. so I was like, you finished yeah. more. But I will say it was the idea that. I didn't know who I was getting into because a lot of content creators together. I'm like, that is a lot of people who likely want to get this thing done. Could be a lot of stress. And somehow the group that I was with managed to be the chillest like I've ever had for an experience. But the nice, it was a very good juxtaposition from my previous raid where it was like there were about two or three people that everybody's like going to pull your hair out for kind of thing. Yeah. But you almost don't want to say it like to the one or two that keep dying. Because if you've been there, you know, it's like there are one or two people that keep dying over and over and we can't do it without you. But I don't want to call you out directly. But what the hell are you doing kind of thing kind of <laughs> and you don't want to do that. So then when we went over and it's like everybody was like chill, everybody's dying enough and all those things. So if you, It's just you own it if you die and you move on. It was just. Yeah. And you guys go pure chaos all the time. It sounds like Chad is, by the way, confirming everything you're saying that it is chaos all the time. So that is great. And now I will say, like, it is chaos all the time, but. And of course, we get frustrated toward the end. I, it would be, you know, not possible as a human to not get frustrated doing of the same course. task for stupid amounts of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very lucky. I mm-hmm. like that is that is kind of the the over overarching theme of my experience in Destiny is I am very lucky to have the group that I have because it's I'm one of the most competitive people on the planet. Oh, I have I have a fiance thing with that, but uh, okay, I'm one of the most competitive ooh, people on the planet, and I definitely hate when I'm doing something badly. Um, so I get frustrated, and then of course it everybody gets frustrated, and it's just one of the, so of course you know we have that, but mm. I'm very lucky that it's usually like an okay we need to take a walk, and then we come back, and then you're making jokes again. Like it's not yeah. it's not like a once you're down in the in the hole you're you're down there forever. Um, but the yeah no the fiance thing is I'm a very competitive person. He is a very good sport, and mm-hmm. sometimes it just grinds my gears because it is like well, he's too we'll be, he's too, too like patient, and you're like have some urgency, damn it, like that. No, like, it, yeah. Or like we'll be like one v one. We we do a lot of like like random one loadout. One, you one we do v like one? random loadout. One v one me, bro. I'm sorry, one buddy. One v one me, buddy. Or or like um you know like a, a private match where we do random loadouts and just mess around on, on destiny. Um, mm. and he'll kill me and I'll be like, like raging, like foaming <laughs> at the mouth, raging. And, and it's like, Oh, I, you can do better next time. You'll get it. <laughs> or I'll kill him. And he'll be like, wow, that was a great shot. I'm like, don't tell me that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that is, that is a very, um, that is probably more than raiding together. If we are playing a PVP something together, whether it's against each other or, you know, he's saying good shot to the other team. That's where we, that's, that's, that's where, where it gets a little. You're like, oh, that was a great kill. And you're like, it, shut his, up. 
is good sportsmanship annoys you yeah i i i am prone to that sometimes yeah. we're like people are being a little too positive and i'm like do you guys want to win this thing or do you want to be nice about it come on i thought we're trying to win you know like yeah, i'll just get like because it's not both yeah like i don't want to learn how to be a good loser i don't want to learn how to be a loser at all like <laughs> i don't want to yeah well you know i, I, I had to behavior <laughs> i had a teammate once in trial who i who in trials who i was me and my buddy Mason were carrying a third guy through trials and uh, he kept complimenting other teams work nope. and being like, wow, that was a really good shot. And we we're like, yeah, maybe you could learn something from him. I just like snapped and said that to him. <laughs> well, Travis, of all things, he was like, he's like, oh, <laughs> all you do is roast people. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, maybe take notes, huh? Next time he shoots you in the face and kills you. All right. What maybe, did he do right? Maybe do that. Right? We're doing yeah. none of that. <laughs> Chad was like, fucking pick. <laughs> yeah, Just dude, sit in the back I, and don't die so early. Just for five ooh, seconds, I, be alive. I really respect the people who do carries for like money or just like as on stream just for fun because like I've I've done it many times on occasion and my fuse is way too short to because I just I get mad when somebody's not pulling their weight. It doesn't feel fair to me, you know. That's just my my capitalist brain works that way. So that's funny. I love it. But no, uh, I now all things considered, I I don't think I'm mean <laughs> i'm just competitive but again i had to i had to prove my worth to even get to play duck hunt for christ's sake yeah no you've, you've been fight, you've been fighting for a controller your entire life and you just yeah, like man, you're nobody's taken it from me so questions do uh, for the times you and your fiance get to see each other have board games ever been involved you just not even open mm -hmm. that i don't know if we've ever played board games we have done like Super Smash, we've done Mario Kart, we've done it take we played It Takes Two together, which was really fun. That's a great game. Um Yeah, that actually we had a bunch of people uh meet in Ohio, actually at my parents' house for New Year's Eve, and uh we did like Super Smash and, and stuff like that. And the physical violence could occur at some points <laughs> if you know, but like Super Smash is that game, right? Like you get edge guarded or somebody like picks you up on Donkey Kong and, and dive bombs off the cliff. Like I'm standing up. Yeah. The controller's being set down for a second. Yeah. Pause. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this outside. Separate right. arena. Out right. Front, for sure. Oh, Mario Kart blue shell. And when you're in first place the whole time, and you just get screwed over for the entire last lap. Yep. Been yeah. there. Mm -hmm. Classic. Oh, man. That's uh, the, the Nintendo games are, those are, it's all fun and games when you're playing destiny, you know? But then mm -hmm. it gets serious. You play, you play, you play a game of Mario Party, <laughs> like that's uh, oh, that's that's like we're deciding who gets to keep the the pets. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is this is not for pleasure. Mm -hmm. no, that's real. Oh. It's real. The competitive aspect. And just quick, quickly, you guys play trials as well, or no? Yeah, I traditionally no. So okay. we have we've done like like comp stuff here and there. Um, we were actually just talking. We went on like this. One of my favorite recent Destiny memories is me, him, and our friend Ben went. We were like, oh, we'll play a little bit of, of comp one night, have some drinks and hang out and stuff. And we went on this like heater of, I, it was like 16 win streak or whatever. And I looked outside. I, was, or I, like, I like took out my headphones and I was like, are those birds? And we ended up playing until like 7 in the morning because we were on this great, you know. Great awesome. streak, but we we have. I'm 
I know my limits of my skill in Destiny mm -hmm. PvP, and threes is not much of a, not much of my my vibe. I like it. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I I competed in the the G one thing at GCX and got absolutely embarrassed. So I know my lane. I'll stay in it. <laughs> I'm good. That's totally I'm fair. Right here. Uh, speaking of um, some drinks, we have Drinkstony. So I need to hear Ooh. about this and some of the possible weapons and beverages that have come to come to pass previously. So tell us about Drinkstony. Yeah, so Drinkstony started quite a few years ago. It's gone on a couple hiatuses. Just I, I've moved and stuff like that. Um, it was originally an every other week thing, um, but it is it's it's coming back and it'll be an every month thing because every other week was a bit much. Um, but we would choose, we choose, uh, an exotic weapon. Okay. Um, we make a cocktail themed around it and then we either do, you know, crucible, usually sixes because it's easier. It's kind of our community night thing. So it's easier to get people through. So whether it's crucible or raids or whatever it may be, um, and we drink that drink and use only use that weapon. Um, and that's our community night for that evening. Um, so the first one was Risk Runner, and it was like an electric blue lemonade. It was like nice. a vodka uh, drink. Yep. Um, nice. We've done Wither Horde. That was White Russians. Okay, um, nice. Just, yeah. just stuff like, and usually if it's a primary weapon, we almost always go into Crucible because, again, the plan is to only use that weapon so right yeah you know heavy not, heavy not gonna go do a raid weapon. or something yeah, with the yeah exactly risk runner. Yeah. um but i mean we did like we did a raid night of whisper um nice. where we oh, we if you had heavy ammo you were using whisper only um just what it, was it, the drink it, with whisper whisper only oh good. god i can't remember i have a document somewhere of what they all are oh. but well um, i feel like sunshot tommy's matchbook you've got like Goldschlager, Fireball. There's some I could I could see some working. Yeah, black um, raspberry margarita. I want one of those right now. That sounds great. Yeah, it was like a it was like a really dark margarita that almost looked like the the taken or or the ornament on Whisper, like the okay. little black. I don't recommend it because it typically goes downhill quickly. But Jaeger bombs probably feel like they belong in some of those taken for like a right. Uh, what am I thinking of? What's the hand cannon that's taken? Um. Oh, uh, was it uh, Malfeasance? Yes. Yeah, that would be one. Yeah, Old Moon then, Teeny. Oh, yeah. So we did... One of my favorites was kind of like... We did Sunshot versus Hawkmoon. Uh, okay. So each one had its cocktail, and you're, you had to vote which one you liked better, and that yeah. was the drink that you made and the weapon that you used. And then we did private matches with Hawkmoon versus Sunshot. Um, nice. And just... It, it's, it's a fun community night way. And of course, like... If you don't drink, you can still participate. Just use the weapon, right? But uh, it gets it gets pretty pretty chaotic. Um, I despise Jotun, and I despise <laughs> Dares of Eternity. So naturally, we did a Dares. Runs. Yes, naturally we yeah. did Dares with Jotun night, and we made a cinnamon toast crunch cocktail because toaster and all of that. Nice. Um, well done. So yeah, sometimes sometimes the drink is themed after the look of the weapon. Sometimes it's themed after the ability of it. Sometimes it's themed mm. just after memes or you know inside jokes of it. Um, have you seen the uh, cocktails in the Destiny cookbook? I have. I think there's. Yeah. I did. So I used a similar one to the Sunshot one. I think is is one. But uh, 
I have seen those. I feel like a mudslide with a gummy worm would kind of work with Whisper of the Worm, maybe. You can get a little creative there. <laughs> yeah, and and you got to get fun with it, right? Yeah. Because, and especially, like, there's only so many, like, cinnamon-flavored drinks we can do for yeah. solar weapons or oh, whatever. Yeah. So we uh, get kind of creative with it. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Very, very unique mix. No question. And then uh, the streaming, what you're known for. We're going to get into that, how that started. Yeah, um, so I started stream in end of 2019 with Fortnite primarily, um, Fortnite and Minecraft. Um, I started sitting on my- really, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, exact same activity. It just depended on the night. No, um, I I was streaming from my Xbox, literally like connect cam and all, um, it was, wow. you know, did it just like sitting on my bed because I had been a member of Dr. Lupo's community on Twitch for quite a few years um, and had made friends. And it was just kind of like, oh, well, we're already playing games together. I might as well stream it for anybody who's not, you know, playing with us. Um, not really thought, didn't really think much of it. And within like a week, I was like, OK, I guess I'm getting a PC. Did Minecraft and, and Fortnite for a while. Um, streamed some of The Witcher. Actually, streamed all all three of The Witcher games. Um, oh, nice. And all of that, and then eventually found my way to streaming Destiny, and that's been my main game since. Um, but I, you know, I dress up like Bob Ross and paint. I do. <laughs> I built you know puzzles on streams or stuff like that. I try and do a little bit of everything. Nice, nice. E? Uh, yeah, um, kind of takes me to what's coming up actually very soon, but a lot of the, before we get to the charity work, which you've done some amazing stuff there, I kind of want to get into, I don't know if you want to talk about your job, but it's very intriguing for just like the, a researcher at St. Jude's. I know you work with your hematologist working in like sickle cell and that type of stuff. Like, how did you, what was the, you know, career progression from college to get into that specific of a field? Was St. Jude something that called to you, to you? Did you happen to be there? Like, how did that whole progression happen? How did you land there? Yeah, um, I knew that I wanted to go into medicine. This is super cliche, but like since I was a little kid, um, I was I had my first surgery like on my hand or something whenever I was 10 and I met an anesthesiologist and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Like mm-hmm. I was I was blown away. I was like, you're putting me to sleep and then waking me up whenever the heck you want. Like, that's crazy. Um. <laughs> So since then, I've, I kind of have been working toward it. Um, I, Whenever I was an undergrad, I went to Ohio State for undergrad, um, and I started working at a children's hospital there in Columbus, uh, just as like, I was supposed to be like an unpaid intern, and it ended up being a, you know, a job for most of my undergrad. I was super lucky. Um, and I knew I was semi-interested in pediatrics, but I didn't know that I, like, that was my calling or whatever you want to call it. Um, and as soon as I started working there, I was like, okay, I'm never getting away from pediatrics. Like, once once you're there and you're, you know, you're working in a NICU with, with little babies, you're like, this is, this is my calling if there is such a thing. Um, so after I graduated undergrad, I went down to Florida uh, to pursue my master's degree in anatomy. Um, that's where I started streaming because honestly, I was just kind of lonely, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was, I was 2000 miles away from anybody I knew. Um, 
mm-hmm. and then completed my master's degree in the midst of COVID. Got wow. went back to Ohio State as a as an employee. Um, worked in rheumatology and immunology with adults. Enjoyed mm-hmm. it, but didn't love it. So gotcha. that kind of reaffirmed the whole like I belong in a pediatric field. Um, and on a particularly confident day, I guess I was like, I'll see if St. Jude has any openings because in the field of pediatrics, it's St. Jude is kind of like, you know, the, the upper echelon of absolutely. And they, I, I think, I don't think I realized how small of an employee base it really has under its umbrella. Um, so I guess I didn't realize how low the chances are. I think I probably wouldn't have applied if I didn't realize, or if I realized, um, but I applied, I, you know, I got the, the interview, um, and after a grueling, like six month process, I was moving down to Memphis, Tennessee, and I will actually in beginning of March, that will be my two years that I've been working there. That's Um, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I do I do research with sickle cell disease, um, primarily in gene therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of, you know, taking the kids' own cells, modifying them with whatever product we may have, um, basically telling the cells that this is what you're supposed to look like, mm-hmm. putting it back into the body, and hoping that the rest of the body says okay, this is what we should look like. And, you know, you cycle the, the good cells through and that, you know, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Stem cells. So, um, and now I can talk about it, which is super cool because I wasn't able to, um, it just got FDA recently a trial for older kids. So 12 and above, uh, just got approved by the FDA as a, as an approved treatment. So it is no longer technically experimental. It can be, Mm you know, given to people from around the world and potentially cure the symptoms of their sickle cell. Awesome. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really awesome. Big, big time. And, and, and especially you know, from the Bronx and, and seeing that in my community a lot and to see you work in that it's, yeah, cause it's, it's a very deep debilitating condition for those who have to experience it. And uh, that's really awesome that you, you contributed in that way and the research and the advancements in the field that has been going on since then. So yeah, that, that's Thank awesome. It's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, it's been, I, I knew, you know, you, you, when you're in school and you're learning all of these things in these books and, you know, you, you hear, okay, the symptoms are frequent hospitalizations and pain and stuff like that. You think, and you're like, wow, that's awful. I can't imagine a seven-year-old going through that. Oof. And then you see the seven-year-old going through that and oh. it's completely different, right? Brutal. I mean, yeah. because then you start thinking like, I have a nephew who's around that age and I'm like, he cares about his cars and who he doesn't want to share them with, you know? And that's mm-hmm. all seven-year-olds should have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not about, I've been in the hospital for 20 of the last 30 days or whatever it may be. Um, so it definitely is very rewarding to be in a field that you believe in what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I know like that's the dream of course, but medicine isn't always that like one-to-one reciprocity. It, there's a lot of time investment and that that's not to say every single day I walk away like I changed one whole life today. It, <laughs> some, some days I sit and answer emails too, just like anybody else, but it is, 
a really fun place to be as a worker, a patient, a doctor, anybody. Um, everybody's kind of behind the same cause, which is really cool. Yeah, it's kind of hearing you talk about like your calling towards kids makes sense because I had an aunt lost her just actually last year. Um, she worked in the NICU for damn near as long as I can remember. So it does sound like if you get started in there or you kind of figure out that that's your calling to get away from it seems like it's probably not going to happen because as you said what you see, what you're around, and if you can do anything to just make any of their lives better and stuff like that, which right. kind of takes me into part of like your connection now it's like because when i met you it was at gcx literally just on the floor kind of bumped into you and chatting and then talking with jared and everything and then i kind of wanted to ask you how if you how kind of that connection happened because i know the bungee foundation for the longest time like i've been helping fundraise for them for like four or five years now i think and the iPads for Kids program is something I never thought about, but as soon as I heard of it, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're going through, as you said, some of the worst times of their lives, the parents too, but it's like, if somehow there's any kind of distraction, I was like, that makes perfect sense to see that in there. Um, so that was just a really cool program to hear about, and now they do direct relief as well, but uh, just kind of wanted to see now with all the charity work you've done, I looked on your Instagram, I think it was like last year or something you'd helped raised over seventy thousand dollars so far i don't even know what your total is up to now at this point so that's total overall yeah okay the past two and a half years yeah that's that's absolutely amazing um so now you get to combine both you get to combine your streaming and your love of gaming and destiny paired with like you know all the work you do for i mean did you could you have asked to have everything land like you know just <laughs> keep flipping the coin and they all land on heads for a little while so it seems like you've done pretty well <laughs> Yeah, it and it's funny because for the longest time I was so adamant that I wasn't going to let the two worlds collide. Um, you know, I have Brianna the scientist and all-time Brianna the streamer who says things that get clipped out of context and, you know, brought up immediately. <laughs> <Okay>. No. <Yep. laughs> um, but but no, I was so adamant on it and I was kind of resistant early on. Um my the very first charity stream I ever did, because I did know that I wanted, as soon as I started to to stream and kind of had a little bit of a momentum or a following, um, I realized that that was always kind of a no-brainer um, to do some type of charity stream. Um, so I started to do charity streams for the Cerebral Palsy Foundation, because my first job at the First Children's Hospital had to do with cerebral palsy and uh, developmental disorders. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember it was like a 16 hour charity stream. I was so nervous. I'd only been streaming for like four months at the time. Um, and we ended up raising like $2,300. And that was like, I mean, that's more than I would ever have been able to contribute as, you know, a, a broke grad student. So yeah. it was just like, oh, this is the reach that I can have even with a small community. Um, and it's just kind of pinballed from there. I went. Uh, I started with the Bungie Foundation shortly after, once I started to kind of get into the Destiny community. Um, and then once I started working at St. Jude, I'm Sam Lupo is a really good friend, mm. uh, Dr. Lupo's wife. Yep. And she reached out and said, hey, do you want to participate in the GCX charity marathon? And that was 2022. So that was two GCXs ago. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she actually stuck me the spot right before, uh, right before Lupo, oh, um, yeah. which was a graveyard shift. 
but it was cool to be the next to la last block and pass it off to him. But again, from three to or well, four to eight Eastern yep. in the morning is is tough. So I was like, okay, temper your expectations, make it like make it so your total rounds off to a nice pretty number. And I think it was like in four thousand range. And we raised over twenty thousand dollars. Holy and crap. it was like, wow. oh, okay, so we could do this. Um That's so amazing. Then, yeah, it was it was again beyond anything. And then I got to go to I drove to GCX that that morning. Um and you know, there were people who were like coming up to me and saying, you know, I hope you enjoy your job at St. Jude. And it was just kind of like, oh God, okay, this is happening. You know, and, and I the was connection like, okay, is there. Yeah. 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 I, I it was just weird. It was a little it took a little bit of getting used to, but then it's been incredible. Like now that the worlds are meshed, it feels really, really cool. Um, I've been super lucky to be involved with like the play live team on the all sack side of St. Jude, um, who have incorporated me and invited me to, you know, the build against cancer things and GCX and all of that. And I am just blown away that, you know, we've gotten to make an impact not only as my community directly, but participating in greater causes, which is super cool. Super awesome. Love that synergy and to see the worlds co collide like that. And then you kind of set that expectation, kind of humble, and then to exceed it, right? To see that the support is there is super dope for the community. And yeah, I agree with Three Geeks. The gaming community as a whole tremendously charitable with some of the most amazing Good. people. And that's one thing we can't take away, especially from GCX, the Destiny community, you know, St. Jude's. And, and ever since I've been a part of it, obviously, Last Word was kind of founded <laughs> in a sense based on you know charitable efforts i was like i, I want to go to a con and that's how i met e and then you know the thing took off from there but yeah that that's super dope because I, I don't think the community gets enough credit for this and yeah. it, it's something that really needs to be highlighted especially the cause the cause is really cool in a community in a uh, community that's filled with dog noises it's nice to see some positivity <laughs> yeah some yeah. Never mind. I can't even come up with one that that's the the antithesis of dog noises. But yeah, that's probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's totally. I mean, what the what's that hashtag? Gaming does good. I've heard them use that yeah. in the previous year and all those things. Um, it was kind of one of those. I can't remember which year. It might have been twenty two, but I don't remember which. Uh, it was one of the times you put on a little VR headset and then you actually got to see. And I didn't know about ringing the bell when you know kind of they're in for their last treatment i was just like hold on i'm gonna leave the headset on while i like, wipe away a couple of tears and just like get a little emotional in there uh i mean all those things none of that stuff's it was not great to watch my aunt go through what she went through but i mean she did at least live into her 80s when somebody's facing that at the at a young age and never quite know the outcome and stuff like that that's i don't envy any parent in that but i also don't envy like obviously you said what the kids are going through and they're Kids are lucky enough sometimes to be like just some of the best troopers in all of those because you, you get to see somebody going through just some of the worst and somehow they have pretty high spirits a lot of the time. So it is kind of it's a little refreshing to see sometimes when there's a lot of not great stuff in the world. It is yeah, good to see I, the positivity. And mm -hmm. I think like children as a whole are kind of like this, you know, symbol for hope, like at their core, just, you know, childhood and, and children and just the overall feeling that you get when you're either helping or talking to or hanging around children is just hope for the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we should be focusing on, whether yes. it's, you know, 
getting them through a day with an iPad or getting them through the day by completing a treatment, but being in a good, good spirits about it. Um, people talk about it all the time, but one thing that blows me away uh, about St. Jude is it to the, to every corner of every room, it is so like masterfully crafted to be a happy place. Um, you know, I, I don't know what my expectations were going into work that first day, but it was not for it to be as happy and carefree and lighthearted and bright as it truly was. Um, it was, yeah, it, it, it blew me away. It still does even after, you know, however many days in, in on the campus. So nice. I think it's really cool. Super cool. Super dope. Love it. Love to hear it. Love to see it. So awesome do you have like your crazy incentive or anything ridiculous coming up for, you know, everything starts next week. So I was curious if you got your, got anything ridiculous. I saw something about a chewy mask in chat. So I was like, I have no idea what you're, uh, um, what you're planning ahead here. Um, there, yeah, there's a Chewbacca mask that I put on that when you open your mouth, it makes chewy noises nice. that makes an appearance. Um, <laughs> I, I almost always do a, a Bob Ross thing where I dress, like I said, I dress up as Bob Ross and I follow along. That's usually a, a good. Oh, are you left shark or right shark? Left shark. Good. <laughs> Isn't that the fun one? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Man, that that shark suit, it, it came out for the first time like a couple months ago and now it's going to be something I have to get into every it, it is just this god awful monstrosity of <laughs> a thing that I can't see or breathe or sit in and it, it, and I don't the worst part is it it has you know you know what sharks have they have flippers yeah <laughs> they don't have fingers no dexterity not flippers so that was that has been fun i uh I have I have done that. I'm sure that'll Dark suit make a, one v one against your community. Oh God, oh God, I might take that. Oh yeah, there's the picture of it. Uh, there's one. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, the charity streams are always fun. I hadn't ever experienced um, the bomb before the hot sauce. That was yeah. that was. Oh man, it's one of the worst hot sauces, man. It is. It tastes bad. Like I tried. There yeah. were a couple that I tried because I did a like a habanero teriyaki, which was actually I use that now because it was actually good. Then I tried one that was ghost pepper, but not. I don't like vinegar so much, which I know kind of gets away yeah. from like buffalo sauce. But like it was a ghost pepper sauce, but it wasn't vinegar based. It was mostly just the pepper. I'm like, all right, this is like cooking me a little bit. Like pretty good, but it wasn't bad. And then the bomb, I just like cried for 10 minutes. I coughed like it is all sorts of awful. So when you get into some of those moments, I'm just like, it tastes bad. Nothing is good about this. And it still stays on like the hot one show. I swear I would rather do the top one than the bomb. The bomb is just awful. So anybody who's thinking about doing that, I'd pick something else. I promise it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I was on the, the boat against cancer just last month and we did the truth or dab hot ones oh, challenge yeah. thing and that was not it the bomb was just like as soon as it oh as you soon can as smell I it down it was just a moment of like oh no instant regret instant regret like i was just and i can do spicy but again that's just like a not that's just a pain it's yeah not, there's no taste it, exactly it. It's it's, that's the best way to describe it it is just awful <laughs> pain like it's even some of the other ones they they're like oh man it's so spicy but you know they talk about a couple of the flavors that's just 
evil in a bottle. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just like devil in a bottle. It's just not good. So yeah, no. yeah. Skip that if you can. That's all. Uh, you can do anything else. You can make me do like 10, 20, 50 burpees back there. I may be passed out on the floor, but at least it's not that. So it's it's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the charity charity streams are fun. I think I ended up in. You said the shark costume. I ended up as I I think Woody in one of mine because I had that as an old Halloween costume. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of rough. Um, what better way to, you know, yeah. raise money for charity than to just embarrass yourself? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, it's the least for the kids. That's the thing. It's always it's for the kids. I'm dying over here, but it's for the kids. I did one one year where it was like every donation had spin an exercise wheel. I was so sore the next day. Oh, I was so sore the yes. next day because it was every little thing. And I had a workout bench down here, a couple of free weights so I could do most things. So I tried to mix it up so the muscles didn't overlap too much. Mm. I, I didn't plan it as well as I should have. Let's <laughs> just say that I didn't get enough variety in there. So, yeah. But the, I mean, but when you, but that's kind of the thing. It's like, it is a dumb day, but then it was like, and even for me, I've not had one of the Lupo days where the man raises like a million dollars, which is absolutely blows my mind or anything even near yours. But even for me, it was like 3,500, four grand or something like that. I'm like, I, I couldn't donate that. So the fact that somehow right. my crazy couple of hours or whatever managed to pull just even that much together still kind of, it's, it's amazing. And then, you know, you hear how much, like however much it takes to run St. Jude's for a minute or something. I forget if it's like 32 bucks for a second or something. It's some crazy number and all of that. Every dollar matters. Every dollar helps. Exactly. So that's kind of, that's in the end. It's like every, every little bit matters, which is always cool. Right. So. Yeah. I, I, I think just like a constant, like needing to feel like I need to pinch myself, whether it's at work or I'm raising money for the things that I do at work. It's just never in a million years did I think that like, I would be here in any capacity, like talking to you as a St. Jude researcher or talking to you as a, a streamer. It just never was something that that I anticipated whenever I, you know, hit go live on my Twitch app on my Xbox. So with the connect back in the day, you took <laughs> it back with that day. one. I was connect like, oh, and crisscross applesauce back there. Just... <laughs> Are you doing that right now or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called it out earlier, and I was going to let it go for a while to see how long that stuck. Um, well, do you guys have anything else to ask with regards to your history? I figure we could at least talk about the, you know, how the current season of Destiny has wrapped up yeah. since we do play this game occasionally, you know, every now and then. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Has everybody played the seasonal story and kind of finished it up? Yep. It happens oh. to me. It happened to you. All right. Um, we're going to save you for last with that wonderful, jovial set of words. Cog, what did you Yo. think of the finale? And just kind of overall thoughts on how the season wrapped up and just the season. Mm -hmm. Kind of quiet. <laughs> um, I thought that for me, the highlight, I think Riven for me got better as it went along. I wanted to see, you know, where what the motivations were what was going on and then um i thought the i think we talked about it with the um the exotic mission the terramis love story kind of helped me kind of connect with her a little, a little bit, bit better and the future of her clutch and and yep. the race and stuff like that i learned a little bit more about mara and i think she was very she kind of admitted like you know maybe i wasn't the best person <laughs> you know Ooh, saying to bit, live yeah. in. You know, maybe having her, you know, her whole species killed off while I kept her in a cage may not have been the greatest thing. Yeah, she's the uh, <laughs> she's the shepherd kill the rack and I play through. 
<laughs> yes, bro. Good analogy. Good analogy. So I'm sitting there. I'm just like, yeah, you weren't that great during during that situation. But to semi redeem her, I felt that um I did for the first because I've been very hard on how they've been handling Crow. I just gotta be honest. Like I'm like, what are they gonna do with him? You know what's been going on? He I felt he's been on pause for a long time, character development wise. And I felt finally we got a little something. We got a little something, which is okay. They have this connection. They're acknowledging this connection. And I felt Mara was very, um, you know, concerned. Like, you know, I can't lose you again. And, you know, the whole plan for him to go through. So I think he, they're trying to make him have his moment, right? Which is like, oh, I got to do this. You know, I'm going to see, see the cavalry through to the other side of this portal thing. And, I, you know, the little hand thing was my little moment for them. When they did the little hand thing. And I'm like, all right. Brother, sister, you try, you're, you're trying to salvage this thing. You know what I'm saying? No, where I went with that was um, still with the veil. We have different takes on this show, as you can tell. Yeah, clearly, clearly. <laughs> with the veil, you still, you know, Osiris got to figure that out part. But, you know, I, I thought, look, it, it, it was what it was. It wasn't like spectacular, but I just felt like I learned a little bit about Morris, Morris uh, motivations. And I, I definitely liked Riven more towards the end of it. And now we, we, we wait on the portal situation, right? You know, to see how that's going to go. And obviously the elephant in the room is when Cade sees a certain somebody, how that's going to go. <laughs> Especially, you know, the context. So that, that's He's probably really going to be what like, what for. are you doing here? <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Can I have my gun back? Maybe? Yeah. No? Yeah. Did I, I replay Forsaken recently? Case said some days before he went out. Like, oh yeah, you know, last, those last couple sister, of lines. Right? Yeah, exactly. He had some bars. He had bars for the boy. So I, I want to see how that goes. I think everyone was waiting for that payoff. So I just hope they pull that part off and don't. That's got to be somewhere out. early in the opening, opening cinematic, seeing the walkthrough. Somehow that's got to be part of. It. I, if not, that is a massive missed opportunity in my opinion because those like, two need to somehow have a talk and either yeah. work something out. He's got to apologize. Yeah. Gotta have the Cade quip, especially. I'm glad yeah, I will. I'm glad it will be coming I, I, from. I hope, I hope you're excited to see that epic confrontation in a grimoire entry. <laughs> I don't do, don't do, no, uh, no, that, no. Come on, we got Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Oh, I gotta, I gotta hear a Nathan Fillion quip. Come on, baby. He's EU. Oh, give me get that. Get ready no card, for man. it. Oh, get ready for it. Uh, oh, last thing, I, I want to give them a little fan service for the fifteenth wish payoff actually going to the last wish, going to the wishing well and, you know, doing the thing. I, I just thought, because remember, that was like one of the biggest things in Destiny oh, history. Yeah. History. People were like, it does not exist. And I thought that was cool to at least pay that off in a way. But that was my my, my thing of it. And now, now we wait. Indeed. Brianna, what about you? Okay, so I have a question. And it's, do you guys think that Cade is existing currently in the in the Pale Heart, or do you think that he will be brought into existence as part of the start of Final Shape? That's a good one. Like That's right now, as Crow is portaling through time and space, yep. is or do we think he's landing and seeing Cade, or do we think that he is playing a role to bring Cade back into being? My one thing that I've said is I do feel like Cade is only in existence within the Traveler. So I do. F so your question of time now is interesting. Like, does he exist now? Does he exist because we go there as guardians and therefore 
he is created as some type of guide for the Guardians by the Traveler. That's a damn good question. That's a good because question. so so my there's somewhere I don't I don't know if it was in a lore book or something where where Crow says something along the lines of like if I had one wish it would be that I never killed Cade. Mm. And then there was this whole. Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah. And anything is is fair game to discuss, right? Anything that's yeah, been. I, oh yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, we're um, in the season. Yeah, no, you're good. Okay, so I, with all of this focus of like, you know, Ahamkara's never grant their own wish. That's the biggest no no, and blah blah blah, and you know, there's just something like there's some foreshadowing going on there that I can't quite put the pieces together yet, and I don't know if we'll get more with like the wishes activity or whatever it may be. But I think that there's going to be something. I don't think that Kate is in, in existence right now. I think I that there's going to be something with an Ahamkara that grants a wish, grants C Crow's wish of mm. never having killed Cade. I don't know how, again, this is just like a brain canon where I don't mm -hmm. know how like logistically they would make that happen. But without, you know, breaking a bunch of plot hole or breaking yeah, open a bunch and, of plot holes. And also there's that would that would, wouldn't it mean that it's like a monkey paw wish or like something's wrong, like he's back. But well, and that, that and we don't know what capacity he's back in. Right. Like we, yeah, we've seen yeah. a tiny little bit of him. Like, I don't. I don't I just think that there's it's not just like, oh, Cade's back. It's like yeah. he could have he could be back for 30 seconds in a you know, a Star Wars hollow projection that we, you know, like, um, not that I think that it's going to be that shallow, but I, I do think that it's going to, there's going to be an asterisk by Cade's back. Mm, no, valid, valid. I mean, was it the, uh, if the details of when we see him, there's, what is it, like the white stuff emanating from him? He definitely it feels kind of like you said, uh, e maybe the paracausal or some type of yeah, the, the state of the traveler. Yeah, he's not quite he's just back. Yeah, just him on you know Earth. Not quite the same him. Something, something's right. up. Yeah, yeah, but that that was kind of my question to piggyback off of uh, off of your theories. But I I agree. I think it. I wanted more from it. Um, from you know the final week this week. Yeah. Yeah, I, as like, you know, you see Riven half out of the portal. Like I wanted, so, I wanted something crazy to happen though. I've been for the past however many seasons I have been wanting like something massive to happen in the <laughs> tower and like, like something bad to happen. Something truly bad. Not just like a, oh man, we made a deal with Riven. Off she goes. Everybody wave. Like <laughs> I, like we just dealt with an Ahamkara and her clutch of eggs like there has mm -hmm. to be i wanted something out of you know the seven week okay. investment that we just made i yeah. think that we'll get a little bit more with um with the don't shake your head let me <laughs> let me have my copium the while copium we is so strong these days i think that like puff puff past the copium <laughs> Man, we're we're gonna right. for the next five months, okay? But no, I, <laughs> I, I wanted more. All of I, my expectations onto the follow up to Lightfall. Yeah, let's do I, it. I wanted, I wanted something with her being, you know, half out of the portal and in mm -hmm. the helm. Like something should have happened that wasn't just pleasure doing business with you. Tips hat and walks away. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm hopeful that. There's some weird plot twist with with Crow and Cade. Um, yeah. 
I'm hoping that we get more Ahamkara stuff because I just, I, I like the Ahamkara yeah. storyline. I, one thing that I really enjoyed about the, the storyline this season of, you know, the, the love story, the Riven's love story and everything mm -hmm. was just kind of opening up that door just a tiny bit to like Ahamkara's don't have, they're not just these like no brain right. smash thing, Godzilla beings of whatever they're, they have a little bit more depth to them. And I think that that mm -hmm. enables decision-making to happen um, mm -hmm. a little bit more in final shape that I'm hoping for. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I guess my question back to you would be then, you know, what do you feel about the, obviously that we have a clutch of baby dragon eggs and a future. So, so maybe now we're really hopium, but like any future role of, them involved with the with the witness you know and it helped me like like an avenger story they're not even the babies are, the babies are born and they're, they're not they're even dragons yet though much less being able to do what they're doing so but like do we know the basic life cycle of an ahamkara like what's what's the age to you know i gotta imagine they got it I mean, well the, i think the problem with like any young i mean what's the What's the idea that very young snakes and things like that are always the most dangerous because they can't control how much venom they use kind of thing? And I feel like a dra an Ahamkara could be in a similar situation because, you know, they always play with the power of their wishes and stuff. Well, first you got to get a dragon to a point where it understands what you're asking, but then to not mess with you, not misinterpret it, that kind of thing. I feel like the young dragons aren't going to have the best circumstances with the way the wishes are going to go down. So I feel like you got to wait a little bit, have some maturity. And again, you've got Mara, who I did appreciate the idea that Mara and Riven kind of came to this weird kind of finale of respect for each other a little bit. That, you know, they played the game of chess both pretty well. And Riven actually said, I think you'll be able to actually teach my clutch something. That, I think, that line actually hit pretty well because it showed that while Riven obviously didn't respect for what she did to all of the other um, cars and she was locked away and all this stuff, kind of the the patience that Mara has, the, you know, celestial patience per se, when she's waiting and playing things out over the course of a very long span of time, but she's able to do that because of the wisdom and things that she has. It allows her to have some direction for the Ahamkara, but I do feel like that will take a long time to develop. So it's like, but you also get to get the Vanguard on board. Please don't go kill the Ahamkara again kind of thing. So it's, I feel like time's involved in that one. Again, it also depends on how long the Destiny franchise goes on. Is this a D3, D3, the, all the, the rise of the Ahamkara? Who knows? But right now I'm there. It's interesting, but I don't know how much they're going to use them for a while. Got a wish for unlimited, unlimited wishes. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Okay, a, I guess a, a follow-up question to the head shaking down in my bottom right corner. Um, <laughs> Thank you for I calling guess, him out. Appreciate that. He's been patient. I guess, he's... like, realistically, what what are we expected to combat the witness with? Mm. Like, what kind of power, realistically, are we... Because if, if it is just this collection of beings that has just slaughtered entire species, like, what are we... What, realistically, are we... I, I mean... Ahamkara's now are our current probably guns, biggest powerhouse. Guns standing on plates, probably juggling <laughs> buffs, and if I had to guess, throwing an orb or two at something would be my guess. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna jump into it. Let's go. Let's go. Y'all are killing me. Y'all are killing me. First of all, 
the fact that you guys are thinking about the lore as much as you are, I'm certain it is more than Bungie has thought about this because I mean, have you guys seen the veil that we were going to get explanations for, for four seasons after the, the lightfall expansion? I mean, this is the level of storytelling we're dealing with. I think the eggs are going into a bag labeled, you know, wake me when you need me. And oh, oh. those dragons are going to be wake me before you go, go, but that's different. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, whenever it is that they need dragons or want to do another dragon season is when that's going to be relevant. I don't dragon. think, I don't think the Cade and uh, Crow thing is going to be a big focus or how Cade came back. I don't even know if it matters. I think they, you know, throw Caden there and maybe there's a one line or two about how he came back and one line or two about Crow. If we're lucky, we'll get to see Cade, you know, golden gun crow and then he'll res himself that'll be like the throwaway okay yeah i'm mad at you right get his anger off. yeah yeah just to get his anger off if we're lucky we'll get some joke like that but i honestly think like there it's probably going to be pretty minimal minimal it's going to be ooga booga the witness is here uh the one that you've been afraid of now you need to fight through a linear open world level or uh, destination get to the end fight something apparently because i guess we're going to do the actual witness during a raid and then during the raid we're going to be standing on plates and shooting at the witness that's the best i can do and i look i would like to be proven wrong but everything that i have so far tells me that i'm not because what we know about the expansion is that it is more of the same we know that they weren't able to do stuff like give the witness their own faction to fight against right we're getting one new enemy uh, type added to the game. And this doesn't strike me as like being on the same level of last wish uh, or something like that, where, you know, you're getting an entire secret destination. Bungie themselves has said that that era is over. They just went through layoffs where they were almost decimated as a company, uh, meaning reduced by one tenth. I'm using the technical definition mm-hmm. of decimated. Um, and, uh, and, and also delayed the game, uh, delayed a game that we know from internal, uh, very good reporting from people who know Bungie folks, uh, that the game was being called by its own playtesters, good, not great, the expansion, right? Um, so I just, look, I would love to be proven wrong. I'm really hopeful that the delay means that they're pulling some stuff out of their butt and they're going to put that extra level of polish on it. I expect that the annual release cycle, the fact that they pushed Lightfall out in a short turnaround as they did, and it clearly wasn't the original plan. All of those signs indicate that they're just trying to get across the finish line passively, right? If they can pull off an eight or something of that nature. And then they're going to do a lot of soul searching after the final shape to figure out what Destiny looks like in the future post episodes and all of that other stuff with their the things that their life service team's working on. That's my uh I get best guess, but I think all these uh, theories about what's going to happen in the story are kind of hilarious. Destiny's never focused on story. That's always been in the grimoire. They, they know that their core audience doesn't want to see a cutscene that's longer than three and a half minutes. I don't think they're going to be doing any of that in a proper expansion. I would be shocked if they would. And Hey, the witch queen was great. That team is still largely working at Bungie and mm-hmm. I love the story in that. I just, it's just not the vibes I'm getting with this expansion and it, it it's not at all in line with any of the uh, sentiments we've heard from now former employees at Bungie about how this is turning out. So that's look, 
if I can serve any practical, useful purpose, it's to get your guys' expectations lower so that maybe you can be pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Maybe, right? Maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised. I don't think that's ever a bad thing, but uh, yeah, y- y'all are crazy. I, 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 I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be. No, I would say like, Go this ahead. is my favorite thing to do is to theorize, like in any game, right? Like yeah. in, I think it's, it's up to the, resp- or it's up to whoever is theorizing to realize that that's what they are. They're, they're theories and they're like, oh, that would be so sick. Like, do I realistically expect any of it to actually happen? No, let alone multiple things. But I, I just think it's cool because there is, and maybe call it, call it my, you know, amateur young destiny self still, you know, three, three years in, uh, three and a half years in. But um, I don't know. I, I think, mm-hmm. I think it's cool to, to delve into, I don't know. I, as somebody who grew up on stories that are kind of just all given to you and rather than like trickled over multiple sources, whether it is grimoires or lore book entries or uh, whatever it may be, storylines, I just think it's cool to kind of fill in the blanks until I'm told yeah. otherwise. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what like, uh, that's what one of the reasons I kind of hate binge culture, right? Because now a show comes out and every single episode's there and then people forget that it was ever a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I much prefer the week to week where you're like, Oh, what do you think is going to happen next episode? There's kind of that water cooler discussion. And I think that's what you get with live service games is you get that ongoing discussion. Um, that's really fun. I just think, you know, keeping your expectations in line is important i mean i look at this most recent season and to me the biggest problem with it and the reason i was so disappointed in the finale is because you guys ever see a heist movie and you know how at the end they come up with the plan for the heist and they go this is how it's going to go and you hear them tell the plan so that later when the plan goes wrong you know that it wasn't part of the plan you know what I'm talking about? Where they're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. And then something goes terribly wrong. And you're like, oh, my God, now what are they going to do? Because that wasn't part of the plan. Um, Destiny basically did that with how to get to the witness, except for absolutely nothing went wrong. Everything went according to the plan. And you you knew how the entire story was going to go the first week that they announced it. In fact, you kind of knew it as soon as they said that there was going to be a wish. You were like, all right, so the wish is to go into the portal and meet the witness, right? Uh, and so it it's it's kind of devastating when there's absolutely no surprises and they're like, yeah, they're going to send somebody through the portal. That person's going to be crow. Yep. Crow went through the portal. Mm -hmm. That's the story, right? It's just, it's just like the most, like what there was no like big, like even if that was what they were going to do, they wanted to send crow through. They could have added some suspense to it, maybe yeah. hid that reveal. Maybe Crow jumps in without permission at the last second, or there's some, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like somebody out of the way and dives. It's like, yeah, there, yeah. There's got to be like some drama to it. And to me, this just felt like the most like it's it it was entirely ordered in a way mm-hmm. that was very anticlimactic, and it doesn't make me very excited or very uh, confident in how the. Uh, the final shape's going to happen because if the plan is to go in, find the witness and kill him, I think that might be exactly what we're going to do. And if that's exactly who, I mean, how disappointing is that? It's like, we need to kill the witness. All right. We killed the witness. Cool. That's, that's just not, it's a bummer. Yeah, I know. I agree. I like, I wanted something to go wrong in that, like something needed to at least go minimally wrong to make the suspense of like, Oh my God, we're going into this finale of craziness i i I definitely agree with that and that's like i said like i wanted like 
Riven to smash something and, you know, or like just or snatch up the eggs and go back through the portal or just yeah. something weird, yeah. you know? Reneged. Well, it's like, I mean, if you think about, I'm not going to try and spoil anything, but for Avengers Endgame, there's a point where a group of people go travel through time. But when they come back, not everything went perfectly. And right now, all we know is everybody went forward. Or the one went forward, I guess I would say. And eventually we're meant to go join Crow. That's, I think, the thing that Travis being more the level-headed one is probably right. But I would wish that he is wrong. Again, yeah. we, that's a whole bunch of copium. To hope that there is something when we get to that other side that there is more to this story than the very smooth start that we got. It's not like, all right, everybody put on your time travel suits and hit your button. Right now, that's all right. we've had happen. And you got to hope somewhere on the other side of that, there's a lot more chaos that they are building to. But yeah, I, I'm completely with you guys that it is so far a very smooth start with the little bumps. There. there wasn't even like, you know, testing out the time machine first and then, you know, sending time through Ant-Man <laughs> and that whole point where that happens. And stuff. There wasn't even no little bumps in the road like that. It was just, all right, we found the eggs. And there was even... In the mission, when you were going through it in this last area, there was a little bit of, like, Vex that I hadn't really Vex, seen yeah. in future weeks. And I was yeah. like, okay, are the Vex going to, like, step in and do something weird? And it was like, no. And I'm like, why were these... That felt un yeah. unfinished, unresolved, unnecessary for those little things to be in there when they yeah, weren't... The they didn't feel like they were... I thought that was building to something where there was going to be some takeover of the portal or something. And then, as you guys said, it was all very smooth. But I was actually... Yeah. Do you, can you imagine going to see a heist movie and in the beginning of the third act, they explain what the plan is. And then you just watch that plan unfold without any <laughs> yeah. changes. Can you imagine how pissed you'd be leaving the theater? You'd be like, dude, what the, f they just did it. They just pulled. Yeah. I mean, they did the heist exactly. You'd be, you'd feel very like, you know, cheated. And uh, that's just kind of how I felt with this. I was just like, all right. They just did it. And you know what the worst part is? I knew that that's what was going to happen. We kind of all did because we've seen the Bungie storytelling recently. We're just like, yeah, it's going to happen exactly the way we all think it's going to happen. Well, to Which, go back you know. to Brianna's point earlier, when you're asking how we're going to face the witness, and I was actually watching, it was just the trailer for Lightfall came through Twitter, and I was sitting there watching it. I was like, you know, we've done just a whole bunch of stuff with like guns. We do a lot of stuff with guns as guardians. I mean, we have guns and then we have some space powers, but generally... It's a lot of stuff with guns, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, that one's got a little bit of the tease of the witness. We got Callus, who ended up being a bit of a chump, um, yeah. and then he he was he was a letdown for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but he was just he was a big baby anyway. But you get to the witness who who can literally flick their wrist and just slowly separate guardians that are flying toward the, and it's just shink and like you're separated your question i think is a valid one though and that's where i wonder we actually talked about this last week which was a good question um because i had asked these two to say can is the witness a worthwhile villain we don't have a whole lot of build-up to it so far where we had savathun we had season of the lost then he had the crystal and deborah wilson talking to us for like eight weeks or something and then the whole transition and osiris popping out there were things that happened and then that story that went with it, but you know, the trickster and all that, we don't know that much about the witness. We got our one cut scene in the fifth week of a season that half the people may have missed. So they don't know. I don't know how important that piece is. I know it'll probably be in the, you know, when the servers are down for like final shape and they're showing the preview, that's going to be in there. We know that's going to be there. Um, but it is the idea. If the witness is powerful enough to flick your wrist and just go, yep, you're done. Okay. 
So how do we combat something like that? Is it a combination of a lot of things? And so that's why I was like, I like your thinking of, are the Ahamkara involved? Is there something grander involved? What do we do? Swish and flick. Thank you. Actually, I've been working my way through my like Harry Potter rewatch that I do every few years. Um, I, in essence, we should not be powerful enough to take on the witness. It doesn't feel like we are with just guardians and a little bit of supers and stuff. You know, if you get halfway near the witness, it's like, oh, look, and just another like flick of the wrist and all the whole fire team's done. So I don't understand how I know what Travis said. We're going to stand on plates and throw balls, which, you know, very reductive, but also that's just raid mechanics and what we do. But it does feel like there's this separation of I don't know how we get powerful enough to face the witness. If there's something with the traveler that we get empowered somehow that we're not normally if it's like a seven stage raid battle, which that's asking too much for a raid that, you know, I'll be I'll be happy if there's. Five encounters instead of four, because these last raids have been pretty consistent where it's you need to get two bosses and a couple traversal encounters. If we get even one extra one, that will feel a little closer even to last wish to be that kind of thing. Twelve person raid. That's asking way too much. I can tell you Um that's been kind of the one thing I was even just noodling over recently was the idea that we do just have guns and space powers. And the witness just flicked a wrist and guardians toast. So I'm going, how do we get to that level? How do we get to the level of actually taking on this enemy? And that was kind of the wonder. So I wanted to actually turn yeah. it back to you and ask, is there, do you have any speculation of, you know, how do we actually face the witness? Me? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Guns. I, <laughs> And like, and it's I a guess sidearm actually, it's this little cross arms. It's crossbow sidearm. We just need that. We just need that fifty more uh, power level. We just right. need to get that's it. 50, <sighs> 50 power higher. That was the witness threshold. You didn't. Okay. No, I I think for me, get your pinnacles be... done. Jesus, of course that God. Yes, no, I think for me, <laughs> one of like what I need is an explanation for why we are more powerful whenever that is like, I don't necessarily need mechanics that are super different. I don't need to, you know, turn into an ahamkara myself. Like I'm okay (laughs) with standing on plates and shooting weapons. Right. But I want to know why standing on plates and shooting weapons in the final shape does something when standing on plates and shooting on shooting weapons right now wouldn't do any like i need i need reasoning behind why i have the, what this power is that i have why i have it and why it's destructive against the witness that mm-hmm. would that would be enough for me to close the book and be like I, all right i think fine. they will do that because usually yeah. the raid mechanics have like a canon reason for why the ritual you're doing does something yeah. so i think they can get there i just don't know if it's like I think when people talk about wanting those explanations, they want them to be like in a cutscene or in the limelight. And I don't know that that is even the right place for that. I think they are going to be lore tabs largely, or there'll be a side quest that happens in between the main campaign and the raid where it's like a pre-raid mission where you'll have like voices talking in your ear of like, well, if we could only do this, then we stand a chance of beating the witness or something like that. Um, and I think it probably will. It'll probably be something like that, but yeah. I just don't, they've never put their lore or honestly, even their story as their best foot forward or front and center. Um, I don't know if they have data to suggest that players just don't care about it. That's just not the, the, the gamer they appeal to or what. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't have a ton of expectation that it's going to be like as in your face as um, 
the witch queen was. I think yeah. that was like the most they were ever really got in your face about like, hey, here's the story we're trying to tell and mm-hmm. why it matters and why the lore matters and all that. I could be yeah. wrong though. They could surprise yeah. me. They always do. They're bungee. They're good at what they do. Despite my current pessimism, they are they're still what? some of the best. Could not pick that up at all. Business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they're still some of the best devs in the business. If anybody can prove me wrong, it's them. And I want for them sure. to, just to be clear. Yeah, for sure. I, I think for me it's gonna be, you know the weight of the campaign you know i think i think like the way witch queen's campaign kind of set the bar as far as the stages of dealing with sabbath and obviously an amazing villain so the, the witness has a lot to, to to try to live up to you know as far as the sabbath but yeah I, I think to me the key is going to be once inside the traveler what is the discovery right what is the discovery that allows us to even compete because I, i'm with you right at it it says that you know right now we've we've given there's, there's no indicator that we should be on any level <laughs> with the witness you know what i'm saying as it currently stands and i think my prediction is somehow the witnesses way maybe even whether it be through cade or through you know if these are former guardians that are dead in to to instruct us to what this path is to be able to combat. But for me, you know, I I personally need it to be culminated post-campaign in the raid, where the raid really has the true stakes. And I think Taken King kind of set that up where we know we didn't really beat Oryx, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, kind of thing in, in, in the main campaign, and that we have to do this extra thing, thus enter the raid and, you know, accomplish what we need to accomplish i do agree with travis that i don't i think that the verbiage will be of what it is is going to be explained in like that timer in the upper right hand corner <laughs> travelers light travelers hope <laughs> 16 seconds you who's got the travelers hope you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you know what I mean? it's going to be i agree with travis that it's going to be that yeah you know what i'm saying the key for them to land the plane though is in my opinion now this is really asking a lot like, I, I need to, I think we had a kind of discussion, like, I need something that either the first part of the witness encounter, we are really decimated, like, we, we cannot win, like, there needs to be something that happens in the raid, right, that shows us, okay, what we're doing is not working. And then whether it be cinematic or something really epic that happens, and it's like, okay, now because of this event, you got a shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just need something for me. Again, I know this is asking a lot. I know yeah, they've really never no, done no, nothing no. like this before. Yeah. But I think it's, it's not gonna be a World of Warcraft people. raid. The first time you enter, you can't yeah, kill it, it this week. You gotta work on building up your gear. That ain't happening. Week, but like like almost like like almost in in a sense of phase. Like put it put it this way. Remember when we fought Riven the correct way? Right, like, like, yeah. the, 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 like, like. And then you had to go inside the hard like that, something. Like they, they gotta make it. And I think that's why I love Last Wish so much because there was a there was those extra steps to it. They just okay, shoot the guns, blast it on the plates. Remember the sign. Who got bird? Who got two snakes with the eight? <laughs> like we, we gotta do something extra. To to really finish, I, this I would fall. be okay with less symbols though, because I don't oh, yes, need to. Be, I don't need yes, to be calling yes, out like yes, Green yes, Floyd. Uh, that was ours, by the mm-hmm. way. It was the what was it? Vow of the disciple, and it was like the green pyramid with like all the rays. We called that Green Floyd, and then somebody said that and it just like stuck. 
So there was some fun call outs pretty My early on. My favorite thing about yeah. day one raids are the group that you do it with. However, the hell you come up with oh, the, yeah. the call outs yep. and those stick forever. It, and you raid with somebody new and you call, you tell them like, oh, this is what this is called. And they're like, what? What? They're like, no, you wouldn't understand. And that was on, yeah. you know, 21 hours of gameplay. That's Don't why they gave, uh, <laughs> they gave canon definitions. Yeah. Their, um, yeah. And they I, ruined all like, the fun. We all, we all talked about it. We were like, are we calling it that? And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the one, yeah. The the... Time was, uh, pizza ha- pizza extremely... hands. I definitely remember that one. Sorry. I made them all extremely personal to me so that they were. Oh, you went. Like, you, I like, remember some right, of guys, this. Yeah. I was like, guys, look for the one that looks like my relationship with my father. And then they all had to just oh, guess which symbol I met, you know? That was good. <laughs> yeah. That might be a little too inside joke for everybody to no. be. Be helpful. No, I insist. I insist. Was on that the one with the hole in the heart? <laughs> no, that was my that was my current medical status. That oh, was that oh my god! Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like it, or I mean, we just did like a random loadouts deepstone crypt and good old main pain in chat. Like, will call out like Maine and California for like the four little in the chaos room of the descent encounter. And it's like, oh. you have to think like, okay, Maine is up here and California is down here. Down and like, here. Yeah. And it's just one of those like fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I That's like one of my favorite things is the things that you come up with in a day one, whatever sticks. And then the poor people who have to like raid with you later who yeah. didn't do it with you. They're like, why do you, why do you call it that? It's like, it's best if you don't ask. Geographic callouts. Yeah, I would tell you, like most Americans, if you did anything besides state geography, we would bomb. If you were like, all right, so Italy, Great Britain, Spain, most people would most most Americans suck at geography. I will say, having played a few trivia games with some people, most Americans not the best at geography. Let's say most Texans. I'll accept the argument. Most Texans. Yes, but we no, do. I, I am. I I realize that my my hopes are high. I am, like I said, I am right. more than willing to admit that I I huff the copium quite frequently. But it's because it's what I enjoy. And um, you're in medicine. Copium is just another it is. verbal treatment. Placebos, if they work, they're still they're still <laughs> efficient. So. True. Yeah. <laughs> like it's no, getting I, the job done one way or the other, so it's fine. Yeah, it, as long as the job gets done, you know journey not destination or something yeah well well, when i set your expectations so low that no matter how the expansion turns out you are pleasantly surprised Mm. you can thank me yeah Mm, travis has done his job he's he's bringing me down to your depths so that i could enjoy this yeah travis (laughs) is like i'm gonna bring the whole room down so you guys have a little bit of fun that's that's how we (laughs) roll here exactly there you go I mean, you know, as if Lightfall didn't do that for you. I mean, that was wasn't that the whole point of this year was to bring the expectations low so that they could knock it out of the park. I sure hope so. <laughs> nah, I got to put their foot to the fire. They got to keep it to the test, man. They got they got to knock our socks off. I'm not I'm not allowing that thought. <laughs> no, I th- I think a seven is like a is like a fail, right? In this one, not. Obviously, yeah. seven, still mean, seven still means it's a good game, but I think from yeah. fan expectations, it would be considered underwhelming. And yeah. I think that might also be true of an eight, even. I think if yeah. it was an eight, people would still be like, but it was the final one. You know, it was the end yeah. of the story. This was supposed to be the payoff. Our faith has to be rewarded. Yes. In the words of the. Uh, I agree. Like, I don't I know agree. if they can do an Infinity War in an endgame, but I also just. 
it can't be like Game of Thrones season eight. Oh, 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 God. Yeah, Travis is over here. You shall drown in the deep, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yours all over here, just bringing us all down. Rope, rope, rope. I love how I love how guarded Game of Thrones season eight, and everybody's like, "Oh God, oh." It's like I totally blacked that out. I don't even remember that. That didn't happen. Funny about, and I hope this doesn't happen to Destiny, obviously, but the final season of Game of Thrones was so bad. It invalidated the entire journey leading up to it. Ooh, so now yeah. You, now you now you can't you can't rewatch Game of Thrones because yeah, you know how it ends. Like it, <laughs> See, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna completely disagree with you there. Ooh, and I, I know go. that Push I am gonna, somebody's like I love I gotta, all six gotta, seasons gotta, of Game of Thrones. Wait, there's two more. <laughs> some spice into this. I don't think I think that that is a disservice to the time that you invest into a game, into a show, into anything by not viewing it, not being able to compartmentalize a good season for a good season without taking well, into consideration, you know, if, what's if, going if, to happen. If six, if six of the seasons are set up to an ending that is bad, but are all that's like, not a good use of time. But that's, but that's not fair to say that the first, you know, seven seasons were all leading to the things that happened in season eight. There was a I lot of, there were a lot of closed me. doors prior you know I mean? to, can you, can you maybe not? <laughs> No, I think that there were a lot of of closed doors that happened. One time, just let it go. Sorry, not you. I'm talking to Travis. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I that's that's. I will die on this hill because mm. I think that it's. I think that something like playing games or watching shows or whatever it may be is all as cliche as it sounds about the journey and the experiences. Yeah, like nothing. Nothing to this point has given me the feeling of feeling so mad when I watched the Red Wedding for the first time. Like, and when that happened, like when season eight concluded, it wasn't like, man, Red Wedding episode sucked now. Like, it it did its own all on its own. Like, two truths can exist at the same time. I don't know. Just, no, good it, sure. no good to go. No, I, I, mean, I, yeah, I, I, would never, I would never say that the memories we made along the way aren't worth it. But if you're trying to rewatch that show, I mean, try it. Try right. it knowing the ending. That's that's no, that's what I mean when I say it's a it's an ending so bad and validates the journey. Like the rewatch, like... the rewatch would be harder, but that doesn't mean yeah. It's like they're yeah certain moments you don't you know enjoy along the way and all those it's, yeah. That's, so that's not I get true that. for everything, right? Like there's plenty of uh, TV shows that have had bad endings where you're like yeah, but I mean you can still rewatch the show and then you just have to deal with like one bad season or one bad yeah. episode at the end. You but just like, watch Game all the Thrones, other good seasons. And the entire time yeah. you're just like oh no, like you know like the, none of this is going <laughs> to go anywhere. Like it just it, it's it is pretty I think brutal. the way I the way I process it is like as a fan of um the, the Terminated series like Terminated 2 the series was over as far as I'm concerned because <laughs> that's how much I love like I, I don't count what that was. Eighty-three and all that stuff afterwards, because that's how much of a high regard I kind of have it. And I think some people even feel that way with like Matrix, like Matrix One or something like that. Some people didn't like, you know, the the follow ups and stuff like that. But no, I get I get both points. I get both points. For some, it it will invalidate, but for some, it, it's the journey and, and doesn't you know invalidate the you know the emotional impact of something like the Red Wedding or what was it, the Battle of the Bastards and, you know, say certain things, the Viper and the, the Mountain. I remember being on that, you know, edge of my seat, like, yo, this is like peak television. Like, this show is crazy. Like, anything, whoever's your favorite, we, we could kill your favorite. Like, I was yeah. like, damn, show. Like, this show was cold. Yeah. This won't surprise anyone, but I was one of those douchebags who had already read all the books and I was like, come on. 
guys don't know about the red wedding. That's you guys don't know about the mountain of the viper. Anyone who is on, listening, like, anyone who is right. listening to this show or watching it live is not surprised by that comment, Travis, yeah, at all. It's like, oh, you're that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah you guys you like that. You guys like that? Just wait. <laughs> That's, yeah. There's a couple like fantasy books and stuff that that I've read that are supposed to be getting shows, and I'm just like, I can't wait for everybody to be as emotionally destroyed as I was. <laughs> like, yeah. So I get that, but I yeah. don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm usually like painfully not optimistic. That's not a good way to put it, but I feel like it's just like, man, I don't want to like chalk everything up to a waste of time. So I do try to like find. Yeah, I I didn't mean it. to say it's a waste of time. I meant to say that like it makes rewatches impossible because you know knowing how it ends right. makes the makes the previous content not as fun, which I think is pretty unique to Game of Thrones. Like I can't think of any other series that makes me feel that way. But like yeah, of course we're gonna have the memories we made along the way. We well, gotta ask like Cognito, does Mass Effect Andromeda exist? Well, we don't talk about that. Does the ending <laughs> of Mass Effect three exist? Yes, yeah, some people uh, actually, Effect 3 haven't, I actually haven't played yeah. three. Some, but pe- some, people some people think like that 3. Mass Effect Three's ending is so bad that it makes playing the earlier games not not worth it. And I I I pretty hard disagree on that yeah, one. I think those, yeah. you can you can still play one and two, and honestly, all of three up until the final hour of the game, you're like, yeah, this is sick. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I guess somebody said you got to watch. The Sarah, oh yeah, I heard about the Terminator Sarah Connor Connor, uh, Connor Chronicle TV series. Is it I bad? That. I've heard good things about it, but I'm just too scared because I'm worried. I'm nervous what they do with the law. Terminator <laughs> and Genesis and all the other yeah. stuff. That Dude, happened. It's, a, yeah. it's a show with with uh, time travel and different timelines. What could they do to ruin it? You could always just no, be like, like, oh, then we went back in time and didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's no there's no stakes at all. <laughs> <laughs> like if the robots were smart they would go back in time and kill like the apes don't even why would they just do that don't even let humans get there what <laughs> no i said you said kill the apes like before they what is it yeah evolution before evolve. they become humans yeah. why wouldn't you just do that that sounds like unless if them killing humans, does that mean the robots never were built? So they're killing. See, themselves? then you get into the whole time travel paradox, oh, and then if you go back, paradox. and then you but got they that want, whole But they problem. want to do that anyway. They want to kill the humans in the past. So they don't. They if deleted? they've evolved, if the yeah, this is a stupid debate, honestly. But it's like <laughs> if the robots are this far along, they want to be preserved because they're fighting for their own existence. So they right. don't want to go back and delete the people who made them in the yeah, first place. But you can't go back. Then you're going to be on a different the, timeline, and it's time travel and Back movies, to the Future is a complete lie. So it's fine. In some of the movies, they try <laughs> to go back and kill their own creator, which would mean that they never exist, right? Wouldn't if they? I recall, it was something to the effect of the leader of the resistance who turned the tide. So maybe they don't kill. You know, humans in the sense that that was you're talking about the second one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about about the second one. Yeah, Yeah, all I can say is, has anybody seen the alternate ending of Butterfly Effect? That's weird. Have if you've seen Butterfly Effect, like that movie was so long ago. I know, but there's an alternate ending, and you know, you get the DVD or whatever, and you watch that, and it's like you're like, oh, that's why that wasn't in theaters. Somebody has seen it. Okay, thank you. Seriously, clever girl. Yeah, there's there's one other person who knows what the hell I'm talking about in here. So yeah, if you've ever seen the alternate ending to that movie, that's the one that was not in theaters for a reason. Anywho, um, 
we are about at two hours. I feel like yeah. this is probably a safe time to wrap it up. This has been a hilariously awesome chat, though, as I expected it would be. Yes. Met you for literally like five minutes and expected this is how this was going to go. So I'm not <laughs> surprised at all. Um, this has been a lot of fun. I really yeah. appreciate you for one bringing your chat in here. They are great to keep you honest and entertaining. So this has been <laughs> tons of fun with them. I think they they made it more interesting. We got some good stories. Uh, but yeah, um, at this point, is there anything else you guys want to cover as we, uh, get to, or no, Travis is good. <laughs> Tra oh, no, nope. mm -mm. get me we out got, of here. We got our break. We got our break. You know, we did what we had to do. Our star. All right. So we'll see you guys in about five months. Show. No, five months. Show. See you in five months. We'll yeah. be back. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to uh, do for good. five months? It's going to be uh, five months of being like, play over games. So, uh, what do you guys did you log in for five minutes and do your seasonal wish prayer? That's the, I see it. We didn't even get to that. I was going to ask you guys. So the seasonal wish quest progression thing starts next week or starts in February, which I would imagine at the end of the season, I don't even know what that's going to be. And I don't think we're going to know for a little while since that was supposed to be at the end of the season. So mm -hmm. lots of questions to come. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you guys so much for having me. I, I, I get nervous with these types of, conversations because i am still a destiny baby so i appreciate you you know uh i think i think you held your own just fine <laughs> yes yes yes, yes. Yeah, that's i appreciate you it you did your thing love love the conversations love the gaming history love the charity events the, the and obviously what you're doing in, in, in the uh in the medical field is, is pretty awesome so and, and you're a warlock so it's just automatically i was like yeah you're good you there in his book about. i was like there's no need to question her and anything <laughs> perfect <laughs> no doubt. e uh that's about all i got so if you guys want to go through outros we will start with you brianna the floor is yours to tell people what to expect when you got your charity stream what are you doing when's all of it because now is the time to share and tell anybody who hears this or sees this where to find you and what you're doing cool um yeah i like i mean like we've talked about destiny is going to kind of reach a little bit of a slowdown so i'm going to pick up tons of games that have either been on my list or are getting added to my list daily uh so you can find me at twitch.tv slash alltimebrianna. I'm actually alltimebrianna on everything except for Twitter, where I am underscore alltimebrianna. We love don't the you, Don't you hate that? Either. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I stream pretty much every day, uh, 4 p.m. Central, though I am going to start forcing myself to take Thursdays off because there are not enough hours in the day. Um, yeah, we'll we'll continue to do drinks to knee stuff every month. Um, it's going to start back up in the new year. So that... This month's hasn't occurred, so that'll probably happen um, two Fridays from now. And yeah, that's about it. I appreciate you guys for listening to me ramble for two hours. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. Ton of fun. Thank you for for coming through. This is a lot of fun. Definitely enjoyed this. Well, Trav, what you got going you on? Gentlemen, man? have anything else as we wrap up? Anything you can, or if you can't talk about anything, then you know that's NDA. Yeah. Yeah, NBA I, reviews. I, I can't talk about much. I've got a maybe Disney Dreamlight Valley review, maybe Power World review, but the year is starting to um, pick up. Excited yeah. about some releases. I'm excited to get back into some some chunky reviews, and then the the big stuff I'm working on I can't talk about yet, but I'm excited to. Nice, nice, nice. Dog? Yeah, it's going to be um, they'll probably rock out uh, Baldur's Gate. 
Um, nice. This month is huge for me. Oh man, uh, Tekken Eight is just it's oh, going okay. crazy for me. It's it the, is, is it like almost the last day of the month? They're really close to or so close. Uh, I am so hype. It's ridiculous. And then that combined with my man Ichiban. Yeah, you got both. Wealth, and you're like a dragon, which is massive, massive. And I cannot wait. For all the foolishness I'm going to do in Hawaii <laughs> with this group and the awesome. new cast of characters and the old cast of character, characters is, is exciting. And um, yeah, I'm hearing fantastic things. And I got something cooking on that with Infinite Wealth that I can't talk about. <laughs> but uh, look out for potentially, you know, something that I want to I do with that. But uh, yeah, this is a big month. This is a big month for me. So I'm excited. And then we got a... Um, I got a developer direct, I think, next week. Yep. I got to talk to you guys. Literally a week from today. Early. Yeah, yeah so we'll talk about it on the show. That. Well, yeah, got, got yeah. to see what uh, what Indiana Jones and uh, what you call it. That's probably the one I'm most curious about because yeah. I can kind of wrap my head around the others. I am very curious what they do with that franchise because yeah. the movies I'm have been. Wrap around, how can you not wrap around the idea of machine gun games making machine uh, games, machine games, machine games making, making a, Uncharted a, a, a Nazi killing? They're totally <laughs> unknown for that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean that's fair, but I just I'm more curious to how much they go into like storytelling that kind of stuff. I'm just kind of curious what they do. Yeah, what it looks Can like. You see the story in those games though. Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein stories. Yeah, Wolfenstein's no. a goaded story about story. a guy killing Nazis. So I think yeah. they're. I mean, if you were to tell me, Travis, pick one one studio you think could do this best, I'd pick them. Yeah, it, I, I will. I'm woke. I'm curious though. Third person, first person. Mm. How did they pull that off that's with true. indie? Yeah, just to see how what's their take, right? How how they handle. But I'm with you, Trav. Like I, I have full confidence in the quality of the game. I just want to see how they tackle it. So I'm curious about that. But uh, E, what you got going on? Well, first I want to thank our guests. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you being here. Thank you for sharing this time. And uh, you know our guest coming in next week. Uh, we've got Jared coming next week. So. That one should be a ton of fun. Um, <clears throat> actually, before next week's show, I will be doing my charity stream. Mine is actually a week from today, but earlier in the day. So I'll be doing mine early and then still obviously working as long as it goes on to see how much I'm far from, you know, all that you're probably going to raise, but I'll do my best uh, to come up with some crazy stuff. So stay tuned. I'm trying to finalize those things. Uh, I did my preview for Pacific Drive yesterday or streamed yesterday, posted on YouTube. I'm going to play. Prince of Persian, then same thing with you guys, just trying to keep up with all the new stuff as we, you know, wait for the little bit of destiny that comes our way here and there. But it's been an amazing episode. Chat, all of you guys and gals have been amazing. Um, actually, very, very funny jokes in there tonight. So thank you guys for all the <laughs> one-liners. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, as we wrap up, thank you guys. So for this episode, it has been a blast. Number 279 here on January 11th. Thank you guys very much. And for this episode, it has been... The last, the last, last word. Last word.